birthday. Giant! You didn't have to play this. <laughs> the best around by Joe Esposito. <laughs> Just silly, but thank you. <laughs> Very nice of you to throw that in there. You surprised me with it. That's right, it's, uh, it's my birthday today, so there'll be a lot of celebrating myself because no one else is going to do it. I might as well. Fantastic. And a perfect weekend. You're welcome. I gave you the greatest summer weekend in Phoenix history. Amazing. Unreal. I mean, you couldn't wait to run outside and play in this nonsense uh, when it was just uh, 78 degrees for a little it's while. Cold. It's ridiculous. Yeah. A little humid. I got a little moist. My buddy Mark and I, he called me yesterday, and this is what people do the day before you celebrate your 49th birthday is your friends call you and say, I want to play pickleball. I'm like, I think I should probably get used to this. <laughs> I think it's probably, probably a phrase I should probably get used to. And he goes, well, the worst part of it was, he calls and he goes, there's probably no one at the club if you want to go play pickleball. I'm like, that sounds fantastic. We've earned it. So, yeah, I did that. And uh, that was my evening uh, amongst, you know, family fun and whatever else. Frivolity. But, uh, yeah. Biz at the Swizz. I had a little biz at the Swizz. Now, we'll get into this in a second. Uh, I had uh, a little birthday uh, fun hop. So, uh, Saturday, I, I had... I went on a little bike ride because it's perfect. It was even oh, yeah. drizzling, just a little bike ride, nothing major. Uh, just streeting, hanging around, just like this is taking advantage of the fact that in my lifetime, since I've lived here 1983, save for two years removed, when I didn't live here from 83 to today, uh, there has never been a July 25th or 26th in the 70s and 80s. It, since I've lived, my birthday has never had this. It was the a freak weekend. It was the best. And so uh, I took advantage of it. So ride the bike. Uh, I get home, and my uh, friend Mark is uh, with his. I don't like to use names, but it's Mark Stebbins. He works at the bank. <laughs> and he and his wife and his now adult daughter and a sort of adult son who's off to uh, TCU in a couple of weeks. So, and, and his daughter's moving to Boston. They're both moving away. So my friend Mark, who's uh, standing in my, my uh, driveway, drunk at like... Four in the afternoon. Day drinking. Just bomb. My kids are my kids are leaving. I'm all emotional and I'm like, get out of my drive. And he brings two friends. I don't want to use names, but their names are Mike and Maria. And they were, uh, they're from Gilbert Bray. They lived across the street uh, from Mark when he lived in Gilbert. Part of the Mike and Maria show. Part of the Mike and Maria show. Very It's wake up with Mike and Maria. (laughs) Well, it was a show, all right. They brought their Gilbert ways to my area, which is. They, uh, first, out of the bubble. First time out of the bubble without kids. Uh, like they're 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 so used to being in family fair that now they're in they're they've graduated to the big leagues of bars. Phoenix bars that I attend that I go to are not you know oh when the kids go back to school you're not hearing a lot of that chatter you're not hearing a lot as a mom times are definitely tougher than and that's kind of where I think Mike and Maria live along. Mark and Kristen had to be broken of Gilbert. And uh, they they talk about families and routes to work and weather and there's barriers, papers and Trump and they just there's just a lot of Gilbert talk that doesn't float in these bars. Now the bars that I go to usually doing some visit the Swizz. We all know about the Swizzlands, by the way, closed again. Damn place. I know. 
But uh, so of Gilbert, there's Mike diversity at the Swiss. Now, you know my stories of the Swiss, where I've actually watched one man finger another man while there was a bachelorette party next to it. Like, it can go from a gay table, a wildly gay table, lesbians, bachelorettes, blacks, Mexicans, uh, barflies, normals. That's what I like to call my table. <laughs> and everything else, right? It's just everybody. It's diversity. It's wild diversity. So these drunks are standing in my front yard. My neighbors are there. Mike goes, are those your gay neighbors? I'm like, yeah. Mike takes his pants up. Stands in my driveway. I'm like, all right, Gilbert. Wow. You're going you're gonna to see some gay here for a second. Calm it down. The like, Postino's posse was yeah, up exactly. and about last night. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, if you're going to leave the confines... <laughs> Of crusty old weird Gilbert. Hall pass. Don't bring that out here. And like, we're moving out here. I'm like, you're not ready. You're not ready to make this upgrade. So I go inside after the bike ride. I send them on their way. They go off to the Swiss. Now, Mark knows the Swiss. He's been in the area now for a couple of years. He's kind of adapted from the miserable, no offense, Brady, but the absolutely miserable conversation style of all Gilbert people versus the normal people who like to have fun and not talk about kids and schools and price tags and things. And anyway. Baking. Uh, no, we didn't do a lot of baking talk, but I'm sure it would have been there. So we get to the Swiss. Mark's a little loud. They're doing a little Gilbert. We're, we're without our kids every time someone's screaming. A little too college fratty for me. So I walk in and I immediately apologize to the staff at the Swiss. I'm like, I'm sorry I've brought the riffraff. But I brought people who haven't been away from their kids for a long time. They're probably going to get a little loud. They get overexcited. They're on their hall pass. They're, well, they're overexcited about being outside. And they're laughing. Well, we're drinking and goofing off and having some fun. And Mark's wife, Kristen, goes into the bathroom. Well, Mark follows her. And it's just, you know, the Swiss is just a small box. There's just the, the bathrooms are an open door, a toilet, and a sink, and that's it. And then you close the door and you lock it behind you. Like, you're like you're at somebody's house. So Mike and I are laughing, and Mike takes one of the bar chairs. And I didn't know this was a real thing. Like, they do it in cartoons and stuff. Where and you wedge t- it under you the door. You tilt the chair and wedge it. It yeah. completely works. It does? You, oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. I oh. had no idea that was a thing. I that Now you know what I want to try because of cartoons after seeing this? That glass on the wall listening to another room thing. I, this stuff evidently works. This chair, and I've seen that in, like, movies where somebody's chasing somebody. They put a chair under the door. I'm like, what's that going to It works. Like, it's got to be the, white, the right wedge, but it does. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, Mark and Kristen are in. And some guy at the bar goes, hey man, that's not funny. He could be doing terrible things in there. I'm like, it's his wife. We're good. Well, it's not funny. A man should not be in a woman, woman's restroom. I'm like, alright, move the chair, Mike. So, as Mike's moving it, a rather butch lesbian, and I mean, by butch I mean um, you would confuse her for Mark McGuire. So she wanders over to the door and opens it up, and there's my buddy Mark Stebbings from the bank, right? And he comes popping out. And she's like, you shouldn't be in there. It's a ladies' room. And he goes, ah. And I'm like, the perfect opportunity to go identify as a woman. He missed it. But they come out laughing. We're all having fun. The lesbian comes out of the bathroom and looks at Mark and starts saying, that was wrong. You can't be in there. Mark gently touches her shoulder. Oh, boy. And says, "I'm look, I, we were goofing around. They locked me in. I wasn't. And she goes, don't you touch me. Don't you ever f- touch me. And I'm like, here we go. Bring Gilbert to the Swiss. So... Uh, Maria goes into the bathroom at the Swiss and shuts the door. The lesbian goes in, <laughs> kicks the door open, and goes, you and your type. And I'm like, oh, she hates straight people. <laughs> well, Maria is Greek-Italian. All Uh-oh. right. All right, here we go. She comes out a little feisty. Covered her hair? <laughs> <laughs> Not dressing, bro. Oh. 
Like, she wasn't Italian. fixing her mustache or anything. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, oh, yeah. I, thought, I thought you said like she had a dressing on. No, like she no. had covered her hair. Yeah. Covered in hair, you said. <laughs> yeah, I gotcha. Benera, she's Greek Italian. I didn't see her with any clothes off. Probably has electrolysis just from the, the background. <laughs> I'm guessing there's some days with laser. Just when you say Greek Italian, the hair shoots out of something. <laughs> Knees, most of the time. So she's out and she's not having it. So we're all sitting there. Next thing you know, Maria, who's a sweet, tiny little Greek Italian lady, is in the face of Mark McGuire, the lesbian. And it's a go. Like, it's going to go. This is a, a, it's a bar birthday. Fight. Oh, it's an extravagant for you. The greatest you thing in the world. Love oh, this. Every second of it. <laughs> every second of it. Especially because Maria came out guns blazing. Just because I don't eat doesn't mean I've got them. Like, oh, here we go. I don't have to listen to you just because I'm not. And then she started to call her a, a catfish. Because you smell like a catfish. You're nothing but. And I'm like, oh, Jesus, this is on. So I get, like, we get kicked out. Like, that's it. You got kicked out of the we Swiss? We got kicked out of the Swiss. Did you lose oh, your yeah. Swiss card? I, I lost a little Swiss card. So uh, Megan goes over to the bartender, who I know, also named Megan, and says, "Here, here's 50 bucks. Uh, they took our drinks and just said, get out. I'm like, what did we do? He's like, get out. He shouldn't have been in there. I'm like, yeah, yeah. We, so Megan goes, I said, I know he was wrong for going in there, but, uh, you know. Here's a 50. Here's 50. Sorry. We'll leave. We're, you were right. We were wrong. And she goes, I don't even want your money. Just get out. Meanwhile, just because I don't eat, you're such a catfish smelling. And I'm like, oh, this is great. So I get in between Maria and Mark McGuire. Did Mark McGuire get kicked out too? No. Oh. This is where the all right. This is where the trouble starts. Oh. So I get in between McGuire and Maria, and I take Maria, and I turn her, and I'm like, just go. Let's. I've learned this from Tactical Black. We are de-escalating this situation. This is not a necessary fight. We've been removed. Silly. The whole bar is willing to fight us. That's what you learn in the de-escalation process. We are in a situation where we're, for whatever reason, the ones who are being told to go. And there's a gaggle of lesbians and God knows who else behind that bar that want us out. So we're leaving. So I got my arms out between the lesbian and Maria. And they are... Riot control. You know what it was like when an umpire and Earl Weaver used to fight? Yeah. And then another player would get between... I mean, I'm in this. And they are hurling vagina insults back and forth. And I mean, it is... Yours is dried up. Yeah, well, yours is a catcher's man. Well, I wanted to whisper whisper to Maria, say that yours probably looks like a Rottweiler holding the water wing after it it was diagnosed with palsy. But I wasn't in it. So I put my arms out. Back to the lesbian, which is a mistake, but I wanted to get out. Turn Maria, we're at the door, and I get pushed in the back. Two hands. Boom! You don't stop me from doing anything! And I'm like, and I turn and I'm like, I'm trying to calm this down. Cooler heads, lady. And she goes, I want to go have a cigarette. And I'm like, your cigarette can wait two minutes while we pack her up in the car, and you calm the F down. And her friend comes over and starts to calm her down. She rears back like she's going to push me again, and he stops her. I'm like, this is a full go. Now... The whole bar does, you know, Blues Brothers stuff. They're all getting up to go outside to watch this little Greek Italian and Mark McGuire scuffle in the circle up, rumble on Bethany home. I'm rolling. At this point, it's all over. I'm looking at these Gilbertians like, you can't, you people can't be around diversity. You have to only be around the uh, 8 p.m. closing time white Gilberts. Because this lesbian thing threw you for a loop, but she went right to the heart of it. It doesn't happen at Dirks, man. Yeah, it does not happen at Dirks, because they don't allow people of color or diversity. Whiskey Row. Hilarious. So the lesbian's smoking, and the last thing you see 
is this tender, tiny little Italian Greek lady throwing her finger up. You fish-eating piece of shit. I'm like, all right, you are not de-escalating this situation. <laughs> I went back in and apologized to the people who run the Swiss and was promptly told, get out. Oh, man. So maybe... Lost your Swiss card? Maybe the Swiss has has kicked me out after that all this time. Doesn't sound good. Doesn't sound good for Johnny. But you know what the Swiss is? And I'm going to give it another shot. I'm not afraid to swear. In fact, I wanted to go back later that night. The Swizz is uh, a dude. The Swizz is a dude. And I'm giving him all this free press because it's fun. Uh, when I walked in, it was loud and crowded. And I told uh, Mark's going, and screaming. And I go in and I talk to this gay, this gay, super tall old guy. And I said, look, I'm going to apologize right off the bat for you standing so close to this noisy mess. They're from Gilbert. They don't get out much. It's going to get loud. And he's like, you know, the whole place is just turned over. Used to be kind of a, a hiding spot. Now it's just this. It's out. This. And he points at the table. Sprinkles. This, this. Yeah, he throws a little gay fairy dust at the this. <laughs> table here, this. And I'm like, well, that's the table I'm at. But I understand. I'm like, yes, I'm probably going to find a new spot. I'm like, maybe you do, maybe you don't. I don't know. Go finger your friend over there. Like, I've seen that in here before. I know that's a thing. The Swizz is a dude, though. Sure, we were mad at each other yesterday. But I go back in tonight, let's say. And I'll be like, Swizz. Forget <laughs> Come on, how crazy was Saturday, right? It's like, you. That was stupid. Don't do that again, man. I know, I know. I'm going to get you a drink, Swift. It was nuts. Bar fight for my birthday in your late 40s with lesbians. And I've got to be honest with you. Don't know. I almost Brenman that. And I got to tell you something. As mayor of city at the Swiss, and I'm I'm not joking. I'm not sure I could have handled that lady. I've done a lot of training. I've done a lot of fight stuff. Pretty decent on the mitts. I've thrown a punch or two. This lady was, uh, didn't look, she was granite. She did not look like somebody that, I, I, I she would have thrown a heavy, uh, heavy, and I wasn't going to be allowed to, like, fight back because it's a woman still. That's where this equality nonsense is starting to get to me about that whole thing. Because I have a feeling, she, she pushed me, and I thought there were fists coming my way from her. What do you do? Yeah. Because she can't can throw a pop. This girl wasn't little. So you had your money not on the Greek guinea. You had oh. it on uh, Mark McGuire. <laughs> Uh, the Greek guinea showed me something. The Greek guinea, she showed me something. The Greek guinea is one of the greatest boxing Fearless ever. Yeah, Vinny Katsapokalitz. Do you think this is the uh, total changing of the guard at the Swiss? You know how no, clientele no, 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 changes no, no. over? Brady, place. Now. You're, very, you know, you're being Gilbert. The no, Swiss no, is just, everybody. Sounds different. No, the Swiss is everybody. It's always been a little sounds gay. Sounds like it's not, John. Always been a little gay. Always been a little weird. Well, that sounds heavier. But it's, well, that's what she was heavier. It's a bigger lady. Should have brought Gutentag with you. But even Megan went back and goes, How come you're signing with a lesbian? Why does she get to stay in with oh, we, we need to go. Boy. We need to go. <laughs> but I mean, calling her a lesbian at that point was nothing compared to the fishmonger and all the <laughs> all this sushi bar and, and salmon friends bre- helping out. Say this. I believe salmon breath was used a couple of times. I think there was a lot. It, it went on, it seemingly went on for about 10 minutes. Throughout the giggles, but uh, yeah, the, the the Greek guinea showed me something, Brad. I no, and I would have had a problem fighting Mark McGuire because I can't punch back, yeah, or touch her. Like m- my friend Mark just put put his hand on her shoulder, and go look, I'm sorry, and she's not being touched. Like Mark evidently reminded her of somebody who at one point had assaulted her because it was over. Like her eyes changed, everything went goofy. I think you just carry uh, sparring pads. Put them on. Yeah, maybe. Just have, just have my, have my, my yeah, focus drill mitts. Her a just have to, yeah, we'll do a little fo- mitt drill action. <laughs> get a couple slaps upside the head with high, some foam low, rollers. High, low, high, low. Throw a three here. You just want to get it out of your system there, McGuire. 
But uh, yeah, so there was a pretty active Saturday. Wow, it was a pretty active. I can't Saturday. believe it. Went That's... over. Yeah, it was bad. It was. <laughs> it was. Uh, I'll go back because the Swizz is a dude. The Swizz and I are tight. Texter wants to know, John, what did it smell like between a mouthful of catfish and a mouthful of Gilbert? <laughs> it smelled like uh, half-eaten mushy Cheerios <laughs> and, uh, yeah, like a full-out... Tuna helper. Like a hatchery. <laughs> that lady was fresh off some fish, too. Like that, She doesn't go a few hours, right? Like, she has to eat it to sustain herself. I, th- I think it's like being a what I call a lesbian diabetic. Every once in a while, you got to get a shot of that fish or you're not going to make it through the rest of the night. She was... Well, she was very, very grouchy. And I don't care. Look, I I love lesbians. There's no question about that. It's Mark's fault. It is Mark's fault. He brought these rubes over. And oh, I, I couldn't figure out which Mark. Mark McGuire? Or, no, no, no. Yeah, Stevens. No, no. Oh, yeah, okay. sorry. sorry. McGuire was not in the wrong. No. McGuire was not in the wrong. We, Here comes we, Slappy. He's coming right. into the restroom. That's right. Dicking around. Thinking they were- Oh, no respect room. for the place. No respect for the ladies' room. <laughs> yep. And he's right. And when we locked him in, I'm like, and you could see that little door handle shaking, and I'm like, that that chair thing works? Like, this is great. I was more amazed at that, not thinking anybody would care that a husband and wife had gone into a single bathroom. Yeah. Didn't really matter. I mean, it was pretty great. But the, the biz at the Swizz, ah, uh, took a shot in the knees on Saturday night. But it was hilarious. You got to respect the Swizz. Always respect the Swizz. I've been yelled at at the Swizz a few times. Once without my mask. Yep. The owner came over and she shouted me down. And I'm like, I forgot. You are 100% right. I, and I have no problem. And then she came over later. Because I got to be tough on these people. They're, the, the staff at the Swizz ain't fooling around. They're like that staff at uh, the, the place where Jeff Healy used to play. In, uh, <laughs> yeah, the Roadhouse. In the Roadhouse. The Double Deuce. The Double Deuce. Yeah, the Double Deuce. It, it, well, Healy's behind that same thing. I mean, he's blind, but he still has to duck bottles. Shouldn't that crowd be accepting of a guy in a woman's room at the Swiss? <laughs> That's what we said. That's what I told Mark. I'm like, you dumbass. Whenever you come out of the ladies' room, you just go, hey, I identify as one of yours. And you play that LGBTQ RSVP plus card, and, and you're, on, you're off the hook. Now she's the bigot. It's all about bigot twisting. That's the future. You bigot twist. You use their game against them. They use their game against you. You bigot twist. Oh, I see how it is. Oh, oh I can't use the ladies' room. I've been identifying as a woman for a while. Or I'm a man. I'm dressed as a man, but I, I'm a female parts. You can't judge. Bigot twist. Bigot twist, and now it's Sorry, in your bro. court. Let yeah. me buy you a drink. Now it's in your court. Bigot twisting is the way to go. Especially because it's so, uh, you know, gray and, and ambiguous now. I'm, I'm looking forward to being a bigot twister. Women use men's rooms all the time. I've been at sporting events where chicks just come in and pee next to me uh, because there's their line was forever long, and then they were, ASU used to be the capital of that. That line, the women's room would go around the block at Sun Devil Stadium, and then chicks would just come rolling into the men's room, and nobody cared. It's no big deal. No. If anything, she shouldn't be allowed in the ladies' room. That's what her interests are. She should have to use the men's room, where there's nothing of interest what, in there for her. Maybe that's what upset her. That she wanted to go in with Chris. Mark's interest was the same, and they're fighting. Yeah. She wanted to smell that uh, Chinese grocery store. Yeah. <laughs> just because I do, that's the first thing you hear when the door opens. Just because I don't eat doesn't mean you can. Oh, God. Oh, the Greek guinea's lost it. The Greek guinea is her new name. And then they start in with, what are the housing? They just sold their place in Gilbert for a pretty penny. And they're like, what are the, what are the costs around? We would have moved in. I'm like, you are too not much. welcome in it's this area much. at all. It's far too heavy for you and your ilk.
I don't need you people mucking up my time. I'm going to make me move to Gilbert to get back to normal folk. We're going to push us all out as these Gilbertians start moving central. Isn't there a little Italy part in Arcadia somewhere? There's got to be. There There's got to be a little. Well, yeah. It's, well, no, it's in Dobson Ranch. And there's one guy running it. There's where you look. Yeah, Miss New Booty and him are a little Italy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fred, are there any homes for sale that these rubes can move into in your neighborhood? Uh, not, no. Yeah. So you guys can go to O'Kelly's and yeah. fight? Yeah, oh, God. <laughs> I like Did O'Kelly's. You see, that really? see, O'Kelly's no. makes me, O'Kelly's is the place that I look at and I'm like, this is the dive bar I'd walk to if I lived in Dobson Ranch. There's probably, I got to take you to Jupes. Jupes, I love Jupes. Jupes is great. Jupes is the best. Jupes is the swizzle in of that area. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's exactly it, yep. yeah. Because Jupes doesn't fit in Mesa at all. No. It's on, like, uh, Price and Guadalupe. Uh, yeah, Guadalupe, yep. I, we, used go, we used to go to Jupes when I was 19. Yeah. And they're like, you guys don't look old enough. And then, mm, oh, you got I money? I wish, right. was, I wish there was some sort of way to identify us as age. Ah, what are you having? And we thought we were cool. Just um, kidding. Amaretto sour for me. and Because uh, <laughs> that's what we'd seen other people order. Uh, Larry still orders it. He gets that, what does he get, that green uh, drink? Midori. Midori sours. He's a grown-up. It glows. <laughs> and, he's like, and, he, and we give him crap. Of, what? I like him. you got to get off of this melted Kool-Aid shot you're doing and just you're, drink something decent. Your ecto-Kool-Aid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <it is. laughs> so God knows what uh, year 49 holds well, for me, but 48 ended with a bang. card back. Oh, I'm fine with my Swiss card. I'll go back into the Swiss and I'll make, I'll make good. Lady J texts over, dude, I'll bring all my shim homies oh, to the bar. Bad day for those bitches. <laughs> no, see, no. I don't want a big prison fight, Jay. I appreciate your backup. I would take Jay to the Swiss. Oh, yeah. That actually might be a good redo. But, Jay, we're not going to make it a habit or anything. I got a reputation. <laughs> but, yeah, I would like to, I actually would like to go drink it with Jay Gutenberg. That would be fun. Oh, yeah. Especially at the Swiss. We don't have to worry about Mark McGuire. It would be a very Larry David moment. See, I, I brought one. We're good. I got one with me. Now we're all even, right? I brought my lesbian to you. You bring me something from... The, it's a trade. One of McGuire's friends would go, dude, you know who that is? It's the goot. It's the goot. <laughs> all hail the goot. All hail... And they all get on their knees. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Godmother. All right, everybody. Calm down the hatchery. It's not feeding time quite yet. It's like 2 p.m. at Bass Pro Shops around here. I'll let you know when you can suckle at the teat of the goot. But now's not the time. I'm having a drink with my hetero. <laughs> I bring you lesbians. Oh, he's done all right. Thank you. I did pretty good there. I brought a lesbian to the lesbian. Now I won't fight him anymore. It was pretty great. But, uh, yeah, Gilbert needs to stay in goddamn Gilbert. And you're, and you're trained to be in Gilbert. Brady, you know it. You're different now that you've been to Gilbert. You can't just hobnob around and not notice the craziness that goes on that doesn't because you've been away from it for so long. Transvestites popping in and out of restaurants in the normal. Ain't normal in Gilbert, but it's very normal. And, and some say better, some say worse. I prefer it because I think it's great to see. It's a good visual show. Some people say I'd rather live in a neighborhood that doesn't exist. That neighborhood's called Gilbert. <laughs> it's an isolation room for whites. It's Hitler's dream town. Probably a lot of some Jews in there. They snuck them in. We got it all. And it's phenomenal. For people like me who enjoy the show. I'm here for the simulation. I like that stuff. I don't like a homogenized lily white country bar 
full of ladies dressed like their teen daughters talking about routes to work. I like a good old-fashioned brouhaha between the heteros and the lesbos. Those are the fun days for Johnny. I like Controlled that. conflict. Well. Maybe with the... I do have to thank Jay and the gang up there at Tactical Black, though, because in a different time, I would have allowed that. But I, I got in and said, look, everybody out. Like, I, you try to keep your calm. And it did. That training actually helped me a ton, just getting in there, making sure you saw all parts, keeping your eyes open. That's so, the big thing is it's usually one of their friends that stirs up the issue. It's not the two people fighting. You get tunnel vision on the two people fighting, and then somebody comes up and starts to stab it. Yeah. And I kept my eyes on that and everything. And this guy started to walk towards me. I'm like, stop. Just, we're, I'm cooler heads. So he goes, me too. That's all. I'm like, good. You're in. Let's go. But I'm like, you just keep it all open. But it was, it was, it was fuzzy for a second. It got a little hairy. But I'll I, buy this bar. Yeah. Well, there was almost that, too. <laughs> we just sold our house in Gilbert. We could buy and sell. I'm like, oh, God, no. They're all rich, too, by the way. These are hidden gays. <laughs> It was pretty fun. And it was only a few gay people and then some straight guys and some dudes playing pool. The regs. The regs. I just only wish that Rhode Island Melissa was there to see this. <laughs> the bar is awesome. forgot about her. So to, to a public acknowledgement that we were in the wrong at first, Swizzle in. Not sure I like the way the Swizz handled it, but they handled it. It's their place to handle it. That's their biz at the Swizz. I highly... Uh, you know the rules now. I've always known the rules. I anticipate heading back to the Swiss with an olive branch known as Jay Gutenberg. <laughs> I bring you Bully. How's it going, man? Nice place. You serve up a Coors Light here, or what do I have to do? Who do I have to blow to get a drink in this place, man? <laughs> but it was a good uh, good way to close out 48, Brady. 48 was a weird year anyway. Closing 48 out in a strong, strong fashion. And to Mike and the the Greek guinea. Oh, and the Greek guinea evidently owns a 7-Eleven, and that got shouted at the lesbian, too. I didn't know that. I own a 7-Eleven! Like in Indiana. <laughs> what are you talking about? There was a lot of screaming and yelling. But that finger, man. That little Greek guinea finger. Whew. That was up Vengeance. and You don't mess with them guinea broads. I have not seen an Italian woman off of television go from zero to a thousand and then back to zero. Other than, like, uh, Jersey Shore or one of those... Housewife shows, but that's Look, real. Like she went, it ends oh, yeah. she yeah. went from yeah. something to nothing, back to something, back to nothing. We went to the next bar, and she came in smiling. And goes, was I wrong? I'm like, I think you were 100 percent right, but we needed to leave. She goes, ah. And she's adorable, which is the worst part of it all. She's like a normal looking person. She ain't. There's a lot going on in there. <laughs> and her husband kept looking at me, mouthing out, "Help me, help me." Like, he, she beats you, doesn't she? She's taking this way. They're nice people. His phone light is going yeah. to SOS. I think what they need to do. <laughs> is make the transition from Gilbert over to maybe Brett's Neck of the Woods, hit Jupes once, look around and go, oh, this is how, and then go into Tempe for a little while, uh, see some strangeness there, and then work your way into the to the swim. <laughs> maybe get over Awatuki. Oh, I, that's... Jeez. That's the original Gilbert. Yeah, I'm not so sure that's a good idea. John, if you need extra gay support, we can go with you. Sign John, Jay, and Rich. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get those boys in there. I bring you Gay Morning Show and Good Time. Pretty good, huh? How about a free drink? Yeah, it was a very, very Curb Your Enthusiasm moment, but it was fun. So off goes 48, on is 49, and already getting a lot of birthday wishes and people saying nice things. Appreciate it. We'll get right to it. But uh, 
That's it. What'd you guys do? Anything good? Big weekend? Oh, yeah. Huge. Fighting your lesbians? golf. <laughs> oh, of course No you fights. Gilbert. Yeah. A little golf game, some barbecue. Sat on the patio and talked about weather. <laughs> Had the neighbors um, over, talked about weather and some routes to work. Get that Great. in there. Oh, those are always good days. Glad I moved out of Gilbert <laughs> when I did. Were you in Gilbert? Oh, you no, were I went to high school. Yeah, there. yeah. Yeah, you were in Farm Hillbilly Gilbert. It's well, different. we were in Valvista Lakes, but that's like when there was nothing around it. Yeah, that was when confused people from Mesa thought this was. A good and that's idea. exactly what my parents yeah. were. We moved my out parents there. looked out there too. <laughs> this Valvista Lakes. Everybody seems to be shooting over there. We all look way too far. Oh yeah, <sighs> way too far. But uh, what are you? That Brady had. Did you do anything? Nothing. I got nothing on that. Watch some of the Olympics. We'll get in the Olympics in a little bit. (laughs) You did? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Well, Saturday after the visit to Swizz, I was kind of amped up. Had a little drink in me. Fell asleep when I got home. We didn't get home that late either. Like 11? All right. And uh, drop a pop. Went over to the place across. It's a great bar at Lucy's called The Other Bar. I've told you about it. Really good stuff. The other place? No, The Other Bar. Other Bar. Yeah. No, not uh, The Other Place was that horrible. Yeah. Bill Anderson's (laughs) or whatever it was. Anyway, uh, so we went over there and then went home. Fell asleep. I woke up at 2 and watched live Olympics. There's only, there's only one way to watch the Olympics, and that's as they're happening. I don't, my phone updates me constantly. It's on what's, so mixed up. Oh, I yeah. Know, well, just watch the middle of the night. That's yeah. when it's on. And I, was, and, I, and I was mesmerized. Some of the events were incredible. Uh, the swimming events went down at 2.30 in the morning. I watched the Team USA basketball lazily lose to France in a big way. Uh, last night I was up till 1 watching Luka Doncic pour 48 in. Slovenia's team is amazing. So, yeah, it was... USA Basketball trying to make a statement? That they hate the United States? Yeah. Yeah, I think maybe this woke team is going to say, yeah, it stinks here. I don't know what's going on. They, they, that was the laziest basketball team I've ever watched. Like, they were getting... France was... France has some good players, but they're no match. Well, I'm wondering if it's part of the NBA thing of saying, this is how good the... the, the the world's starting to catch but up. See, now. that's the thing they said because they want to do that expansion maybe. league. Two thousand four, Argentina beat the United States, right? And they're early, yeah. And it was, uh, yeah, early and, game. and they haven't lost since since then. So it, I agree with you that maybe there's some of that. The world's caught up, yeah. But they had that opportunity sixteen years ago. Say the world's caught up, and we went off and rattled off crushing the victories from there on. Like, right, but the diff- the motivation is different. NBA would like to, I mean, I hear but that about But they could have done it for NFL as well. Well, yeah, they want the world to be better, and it is. And they want to expand it to be able to. But they know, also want the USA to, to be the best because think, think of what happens with the NBA if all of a sudden the United States team isn't a player. The NBA goes, well, what do we have to go over there for? Europe has as much money as we just had a league here. So the NBA would lose out if Europe became the, the you know, the victor. If they were the ones, the USA, still USA the main... needs to dominate that for the NBA's sake. Yeah, and they just look terribly lazy. It was a tough game to watch, but yeah, watching the Olympics. We'll get into the Olympics in a second because, and Brett's not going to like my conversation. You're going to hate it, but it's coming. You're going to, you're going to take a few shots. All right, but it has nothing to do with the Italians. Oh, I've already, okay. I've already I'm covered good. the Greek guineas. <laughs> uh, but Tokyo looks great on TV. I never wanted to go it's, to the Far East, but it's a beautiful. It's sad. Place. Is it reversed because of, it's so empty? Oh yeah, that. Too. I mean these. But it's beautiful beautiful yeah. facilities. Nobody's there. I can't believe that. Oh, I feel bad. Is for it them. reverse bigotry that every time they do a shot of Tokyo, I think there's no like bad neighborhoods? That's true. Yeah, I, I think that's like as a white American who uh, you don't see poor Asians here. Like I, you don't. Yeah. But I look at Tokyo and I assume 
every place there's is no nice. tent city there's no crime there's, there's no <laughs> homeless i don't know why but i just assume they've all got a job teaching math I, that's just what i think i think there's always an opening I look at Japan and I'm like, that place is pristine. I'm not interested in going over there. The language is too difficult. I don't like their food that much. I like sushi here. And I certainly uh, don't like their architecture. But I love, and plus, there'd just be so many Japanese people that I wouldn't know what to do. <laughs> if I met one, I'd be confused. But I, I'm just, I'm, it's big trouble for Johnny to go over to little Japan. Because I'd be, I'd make mistake after mistake. They're very, and they're supposedly super polite and... I don't know. It just looks too nice. There's something. I, I need the slums. Like, they kept showing Rio, and it looks great, but you know Rio's got that big slummy section four years ago? Tokyo looks perfect. It was too perfect. There's some fascination about the Yakuza and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, but that's just really, really rich. Like, that's their mom. So. But it does show on TV. It's beautiful on television. Uh, it's 618. Let's get a wake-up song. 585-9800. A good birthday song. We already played the I mean, Brett already hit me with the best, I mean. Oh, oh great. Come on. <laughs> Baby, it's rolling. The Esposito. Appreciate that, Brett. <laughs> Such a great song. It really hits me. Because Brett's basically saying, you're the best, and I appreciate Yeah, and this is what I would have played after the uh, the Greek getting crushed that last I'd have put it in the jukebox. <laughs> it's official now. You're a, a member of Eagle Fang. Of what? Eagle Fang, the dojo. Oh, the Eagle Fang. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Just the greatest name. Give us a wake-up song, 585-9800, and start off my 49th year properly. It's 98K. Wake up! Exactly what it looks like, Brady. <laughs> the Strawberry Suzy Q. Whoa. <laughs> and it's got some remnants of Suzy Q in the back door. Oh. Well, since Toledo posts all of our in-between stuff anyway, check out all we were talking about on uh, the podcast. Uh, a lot of nice birthday wishes. John Hoffman just sent me my annual Pixar birthday greeting drawing. He always draws me in an event, and today it's just my head uh, saying, I hope they let me back in. So it'll be at the Swiss. <laughs> I got my Pixar drawing from Hoffman. Did that movie come out it already? It did. And did it do well? It did, actually. Yeah. I mean, it was, it, was, on, it was pretty good. Yeah, it was on the Disney Plus, I think, first. So Brady, let me ask you this, because I'm going to assume your weekend for you. How was Jungle Cruise? No, this Not weekend. Not out yet. Oh, okay. This weekend. This weekend, John. Why did Daryl? Like, I saw that. Oh, I just assumed you were in a man kick. Kirby wants to watch the Jungle Cruise. Kirby's watching She's the Cruise. She's not in on it. Good. It's the single worst ride at Disneyland to make a movie out of. There's no, there, Other than It's a Small World, Jungle Cruise is the worst ride at Disneyland. It's the worst attraction they've got. It's It was like their first idea, and they still troll that garbage out. I it's can't even awful. remember if I You've been did on that it. ride. Yeah. You That's go how that, memorable You go in that stupid boat. And then the guide's it's like, fun, but it is, the worst it is not fun. Guy's got his cap gun yeah, out there. Uh oh. Over to the left of the boat, it looks like there's some hippopotamus. That says, let's see if I can handle that. And then, and these animatronic hippos barely come out of the water. <laughs> a recording from 1963 goes, <laughs> and then it's over. And they made a movie out of it. That's got to be done for sure now. No one's shooting hippos. Not well, it's fat shaming, yeah. is what you're saying. That's yeah. <laughs> Not only that. You're overwoke. You you managed to get overwoke. Shooting at wildlife. You don't like that? You don't like the shooting at wildlife? No, I don't think you can do that. I think it's now it's dated. They they won't like that. Well, that ride sucks. And the the commercial should say, 
From the worst ride at the Disney parks, The Rock, in a movie that's just unwatchable from jump. That's every rock movie. Yeah, that's though, true. But this part. this might be the worst rock movie. Like this is the one where I look at him and go, I don't know if I'm going to like him anymore after this. I don't think I can like him after this. This is just terrible choices. That's why I'm still curious about. Well, I'm not because this guy's talking about becoming president, and his decision making for his own life is terrible. <laughs> I mean, financially he does great because they keep throwing money, and when they throw money it's at the you, Floyd Mayweather of films. Oh, no, what bank Floyd robbing. Mayweather? Yeah, he's legalized bankruptcy. But Floyd Mayweather had skills. And he might, but he doesn't. He he needs a better agent to basically say, you need to turn one of these down and do something good. Your movies are all... Like I said, his Rotten Tomatoes rating has to be about 7 to 10%. I mean, everybody loves him, but the movies are just awful. So, I don't know what to do about that. All right, Brady, it is... Uh, I'm hooked. You didn't watch anything? No. Did you see any of the uh, opening ceremonies? Yeah, kind of a drag. Yeah. A little bit weird. A lot weird. A couple of yeah. good moments. Were there? The when? The drone planet. The drone planet cool. was awesome. Okay, I'll give that. That was pretty cool. That was awesome. More of that. Yeah. Uh, the drone planet was really... And, and it's Japan. It's like when They're China had the fireworks. That, yeah. We're like, yeah, of course, this is the most awesome thing ever. It's technology. Uh, yeah, the Olympics went off this weekend. They're going and... Uh, Seems like the media here locally just wants to bash everything that's possible to bash. No, no, except the kid in Mesa. Well, no, not local media. I'm talking oh, about oh, just gotcha. general American gotcha. media. It's like, oh, Simone Biles, is, she had a tough day. USA basketball sure stinks. We didn't win a weightlifting goal for the first time in seven. Like, guys, we're, we're winning. We're fine. We sent 700 athletes. This medal count means nothing. We're not nothing. winning everything. We're just, no. We suck, John. I know. That is that is kind of. And then everybody says we're we're too Zionistic and patriotic. Know, and everything, but if you, if you don't win... You flat suck. And I agree with that. If you're going to go, win. If not... We're one behind China in the in the medals right now. First it's off, over. let me start my uh, my quadannual, I don't know what this is, argument to shut up about medal count because we send 700 athletes and Cameroon sent two. So if Cameroon wins one gold medal, 50% of their athletes won gold. That's better than anyone else. Stop with the we won the most gold. We should win the most gold. We sent the most athletes. Us, Japan, China, Great Britain, Australia, India. I think. India didn't send as many as I thought. They still got a lot. Oh, that's right. They, they have a couple hundred. But, but nations that send four people per event are going to walk away with a ton of medals. So stop with the medal count. Uh, second, if your sport is dominated and expected to be dominated by two 13-year-old girls, <laughs> it's not a sport yet. It's kids playing. They have to wear helmets. Okay, it's kids playing. I don't want to watch Kirby and her pals riding skateboards. Wait a minute. In effing prime time on NBC when the Olympics have 60,000 things I could be watching. I watched two 13-year-old girls do everything Brett could do right now. All they did was fall down on a rail over and over and over. That's again. that's two out of 6 times. Huh? Do everything Brett can do on it. But oh yeah, they only make it twice out Maybe. of six rounds. Two out of six would be a wild success. I watched one round of that. Zero success. Correct. Yeah, I was with you. We'll go to a break after look, this. Your sport can have an anomaly. A thirteen or fourteen year old gymnast can show up and be a protege I was or say, a prodigy. Yeah, where's, where's, you can be a prodigy. Kominichi was fourteen. Amazing and known for it. Uh, Olga Corbett was like thirteen. Yeah. Known for it, like my God, Simone Biles, pliable. My, she was like sixteen, pliable little thing. That's just amazing. And all these other girls who are seventeen, eighteen, it's still I a young person's sport. So they had success in the skateboarder. Two thirteen-year-olds yeah. 
couldn't do it. Kirby's eight. Couldn't do it. Won gold and silver and were favorites going in. Hey, what's for, what's for lunch at school tomorrow? I see you at school. You're playing. We're filming people at a swing set. It's a skate park. I could go to a skate park and watch people do exactly what they did over and over. Which, nothing new happened. It's not ready for prime time. It's not a sport. And by the way, skateboarding, also not a sport. These are the group. Sorry, Brett. This is where you're going to lose me. No, no, this I is, agree, actually. This no, is a group of vandals. You do? Yes. With, with it being an Olympic sport? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's not a competition. It's it's just trying to appease. And nobody was interested in that last night. I know there's a small group of people who love skating. But nobody's going to watch 13-year-olds Unless play. Unless you're doing, like, uh, jumping off the ramps, like the thing where they're no. rolling well, down what there were they doing? That? No. 13-year-olds, Brady, they're should do, not be the, playing on TV. It was their TV. trick run on their street. Here, one, they get one trick, and then all of them Brett, fell down. You know down. what? One of six trick. runs yeah. to land your tricks. Yeah. Uh, what, one, it was a successful toe grind. Yeah. That's and it? Yeah. Yep. Exactly. You can do front, a toe grind. Yeah. Front toe it's like, grind. It's like Still, the actually, first in my 40s. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know. I can and don't. I know. Third place was 32 years old and was the most pathetic figure I've ever seen in my life. In fact, should have been arrested for hanging out at that skate park with those kids. Skateboarding is something you quit doing with the kids when you get a job. But clearly, you it was can an still event. play around and goof off. It is not an event. Well, it is I, not an event. You that. have to have competition. Clearly, it was an event for someone to say, "Well, I could represent my country on this because no sure. one else is doing it." But, but Brady, Kirby, is not Olympic caliber anything. Right? She could have been in there, and she could have done it. Yep. And not because she's so great at it. It's because they're thirteen. Nobody wants to watch thirteen-year-olds play on prime time. That's all can, that was. If Just, you can take a couple of tumbles, yeah. you're in. Yeah. And where's the cultural appropriation outcry in Japan? By white people. What's with all these Nordic Japanese girls? What's with all the blonde hair? If, if we can't have our hair cut in bobs and eat with chopsticks on a camera without people going appropriation, then they can't use their Marilyn Monroe bleach anymore because all of them have blonde hair. The youngest athlete in the Tokyo Games is 12-year-old Hend Zaza. Doing what? A table tennis player from Syria. <laughs> and got, it ain't gonna got win. Blown out in the first yeah. round. Ain't gonna win because you know why? Sixth graders shouldn't be in the Olympics. That's not for television. I don't want to watch your kids play. They were slapping high fives. All right, see you in school tomorrow. What's for pizza? Octopus pizza tomorrow. Hey, see you in school. And then the thirty-two-year-old lady shoots up and goes, "Hey, nice run, kids." Oh, very good, teacher. Very good. I'm not a teacher. I'm, a, I'm one of your competitors. Oh, so old, compadres. <laughs> Pervert. It was the creepiest. The skateboard coach. It was the creepiest possible thing I've ever watched. The skateboard coach. All right, do the thing on the rail. Go ruin some property. Uh, today's the day we don't call the police on you. They're little effing vandals who used to always get rounded up. That's what I missed. And the police called on them constantly. Yeah, this is it. Well, this is an old one. Is this a man? This is Nigel Houston. That's a fella. Yeah. Yeah, don't watch the guys. That's the Mesa kid. That's yeah, the Mesa that's, kid. All right, settle down. You watch too much <laughs> I of know, that. watching the locals. Yeah, that's all we have. No. Not a thing. And sorry to the Eaton family over there. This is not a sport. This is, this is an activity. There's a difference. There's no competition. I say it's borderline with snowboarding. When they start judging them on no, their runs. No, that snowboard cross is, is Snowboard good cross, they race them. Yeah. Race the skateboarders. That's what we need. This yeah. is not a sport. Anytime. They say the gold favorite is a 13-year-old from Brazil. <laughs> what? 13 years old? If your sport's dominated by a 13-year-old, you have failed in such an epic fashion at age 32 that not only did you never make a name for yourself, you're losing to sixth graders now because that's who it's for. We've got to turn it off. Watching those little Japanese girls. Yay, we had so much fun. Where's mom? Like, no, where's mom's? You have to have a chaperone. 
This great. I miss Ryan, but still in first place because no one can stay on board. So it, made the, wins this. it made the WNBA look like uh, a really well-balanced group of ladies. <laughs> and by the way, it's also not women skateboarding. It's children skateboarding. It should be. And they're, look, filming a playground of kids playing is not an Olympic event for NBC. I'd shame on NBC for shoving that down my throat from and 7 o'clock to they... 9 last night. It was in prime time no on goddamn NBC. The only ones are watching. There is not the only ones that are watching. Sunday night, you appeal to the elderly folks who haven't gotten on the internet yet. No Throw kids. Fencing. No kids in seventh grade are like, what's on NBC tonight? I'm a big Tarico fan. They're on their iPad and they're on their laptops and they're on their, their their tablets. They're not watching NBC. They should have shown badminton or something ridiculous. Fun. Oh man! And look who I'm talking to. I just programmed NBC to a 56 year old man. I caught one match. Of, of course you did. That's who they're targeting on television. You. Oh. Water polo, not so much. Water polo is hard to watch. Just a bunch of heads bobbing around. I don't understand it. And guys doing. And then that. all of a sudden, bam! They but score. It is skateboarding is not is not a competition. It is not a competition. It's just not. Unless it's like horse, where you do one trick, he has to do the same trick. That's a competition. Oh, horse. Right. It's like horse. Now, like, yeah. Oh, right. yeah. If you turn him into horse, maybe Toledo's got something. I still think they're a little young for that, but uh, whatever Toledo's up to is still better than what they were doing. They're from Brazil, right? Well, there was a Japanese one that was 13. Oh, it looked oops. like she was five. Oops. And she gets on her board and fails four or five times and still manages to get a, a silver. How old are the gymnasts and stuff like that? Well, that's they... the thing. They get into 17, 18, 19. Okay, There's a couple, okay. but again... A couple will be young. Right. Yeah. And usually it's just to get them Olympic experience. Up. You'll okay. get a 14 year old. If she wins. Yeah, their first Olympic experience. Yeah. Then She's the next rare. One, yeah. The next one they dominate. When they're 18, right. it's like, uh oh. Same with out. figure skaters. Yeah. Simone Biles is 24. She's older now. No, she's 24. And then that one lady that was 46. Yeah. Just lost. <laughs> There's a girl from Gilbert on the uh, USA team, and she got. Uh, Beat out for the yeah. to represent the finals. It's the top two. Have you shared chili with this family? <laughs> no, <laughs> but I didn't. Even, I didn't know. But they kept showing the family. I just have watching. to say, skateboarders. I realized it last night watching. You were the degenerate people. No one wanted to hang out with that used to wreck property. But and they graf- aren't. Yes, they are, Brady. Little graffiti artists that ruin property. They, they, they set up uh, things to do rails on, which is why we can't have nice benches in front of our, our goddamn uh, building here because skateboarders are the little DJs. It, it used to be that you used to have them arrested and taken from your property, and now when they fall down, they get medals for it. This is not a sport. Oh, you struck a chord. I'm sure I did, but I'm right. On the, at least All on right, the asshole, girls' one. So we can't have modern sports. We've got to stick it's to throwing steel balls and S oh, forever. Look, Ride an effing skateboard down a flat road. You'll break a hip, old man. <laughs> I know. Get the F off my lawn. I know. <laughs> It's still not a sport. You can get mad at me because I can. You know when I know your sport's not a sport? When you challenge me to it. When you say, hey, guy, 50-year-old. That's your WNBA It's my WNBA argument. It's my girls' softball argument. Every time you make fun of a sport that's not a real sport, people in that sport say, you do it. I can say Randy Johnson had a bad game. He never goes, I'll strike you out. Because he knows. He knows he's got a real thing. He's good. These people, you challenge a 50-year-old disc jockey. Your sport's not a sport. It just isn't. If that's your first move is to tell somebody, it's not a real sport, you can sit and bitch about every. I, I, I'll bitch about football players and this guy sucks and whatever else. He's still ten times better than me, but you know what he'll never do? Challenge me to an offensive line drill. I just recognize you're not good enough for what you're doing. It's, John, not, tele, it's not televisable. John, can I join your rant? Equestrian jumping should not be an yeah. Olympic sport. Shouldn't be on Who TV. Get the medal, the rider or the horse. Uh, yeah. The horse. Have you seen these things? They're fantastic. <laughs> They're amazing. Should never be on television.
All I'm saying is 13-year-olds at play, not a sport at all. They're just having a good time in a skate park. <laughs> There's not enough time to be street gen- uh, Look, did you see anything? Degenerates. Did you see? Yeah, did you see? They haven't even learned <laughs> how to be like that's what rambunctious I was saying. teams like, no, they're yet. Not. They're, they're giving a board and say, try this. You're going to fall. Uh, that's and, most fun I ever have. Sports are fun. You're not in a competition. I have fun. See you at school. They're going to school to like going to school because they go year round in Japan. That's why they're killing us. <laughs> I see you at school. They had to have the event in the daytime because the kids can't be out past dark. When the streetlights come on, your Olympic athlete has to be home. <laughs> it's not a sport. Now, skateboarding, competitively, when they dump in and start doing that other stuff, where they're actually doing, they all have to, like, I figure skating. I wonder if they're doing that downhill one where they go no. 60 miles no, 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 no. slalom, the speed slalom. To me, skateboarding is an X Games thing, not an Olympic Completely. sport. And they're trying you know, to d- right. dive into that to get younger people to watch the Olympics, but right. this is not going to be a thing. But the uh, the the when they all have to do like figure skating where they all go through that bowl and they start doing the same tricks, that's a thing. Right. This you, thing you, last you have night. Compulsory stuff. They give them a okay. choice. Just, just get one kid. trick. Yeah. You, it was the worst thing I've ever seen on TV, and I've watched a lot of bad television. Yeah, you should spin a wheel and have to do a trick. There you go. And all of the things are on there, and they have a different yep. degree of difficulty. And if you pull it off, totally agree. Maybe they'll have that. A front side toe grind for the gold by a sixth grader. That one. I am seventh grade. Start next year. Oh boy, see how it's cool. Stop saying. Put your Hello Kitty backpack down for two. No, I have to. I skate to school straight from Olympics. Okay. Here's your gold medal, sixth grader. This is not a sport yet. And again, it isn't a sport yet if thirteen-year-olds are not just in it, dominating. Dominating. It's not a sport. If 13-year-old girls are the most dominant favorites going in, and they won, too, the 34-year-old lady who's been busting her balls at this, should have, should have done something decent with her life by gotten a goddamn job. I can't wait for Minecraft to be in. It will. They're going to do that, too. And I'll go on the same rant. It is not a, it is not a sport for television yet. Oh, it's the worst. Yeah, I don't want to watch kids playing. That's not the Olympics. It's time to play swing set. Gold medal swing set games. I best swinger. Little Japanese girls are so happy. They don't even know what a gold medal is. They've had two Olympics in their whole lifetime. They don't remember one. Got my first gold at 13. They were born in 2008. Maybe have a slight recollection of 2012. 16 was probably like, oh, the Olympics are a thing. And then they're in them? Knock it off. Not a sport. Not a thing whatsoever. And certainly not not going to be in the next round. No, curling is... They will be for sure if they're... Because it's L.A., right? Yeah. Race them. If you race them, it's a thing. I want to watch people on skateboards racing. Create a couple of new events. Like like the way they do the bicycle. And that's another thing they should never put on TV, is the long-distance bike ride. Oh. When the hell is that on my 200-kilometer, six-hour bike ride on TV? Worst idea ever. All right, there's the start. We'll check back in with them. They don't. They show the whole goddamn thing. Got a 20-minute lead so far. Meanwhile, you got swimming, bas- sports people like swimming, basketball. You got some some tennis in there. I'm not a big fan of that, but tennis, and you get you get real sport. There's the little side sport and beach volleyball. Oh yeah, La- did you guys watch the Latvian team last night? They lost, and I nearly cried. They lost to the United States. I'm like, these girls can't go home yet. I gotta look. They have on. to stay. Was it Lithuania or Latvia? I don't remember. They were one of those spunktacular. L-ones. But yeah, I just it's uh, yeah it's it's all about uh, you know the people you used to call the cops on shouldn't have sports right away. And plus, it's banned in Japan. They built the skate park, and still these kids in Tokyo aren't going to be allowed to use it. 
beautiful park. You didn't like the skateboard kids. Brett was one. No. Of them. Yeah, I was one of them. Even, even you probably were like, I don't like Some that. of them were douches. little gra- graffiti artists. Some of them were douches. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they might as well have playing dolls as a competition because it's just kids playing. And me being a skater, though, like I, like I said, I agree with you. I don't yeah. think it's an Olympic sport. That's right. Myself. Thank throw, you, Brett. Throw it in the X Games. I, I, I completely agree with that. Yeah. But it was Latvia. Latvia. Even Brian Spangler says, I agree with you about the skateboard. If like a 12-year-old kid could understand him. Yeah, bro, that was a proper 12 set with a slappy, slappy 99. <laughs> Nobody yeah, in the world has no idea what, what anyone's talking it's about. It's a five-sentence explanation yeah. for, like, one thing. Yeah. Could you come up with less kick-ass extreme names for your stuff, too? Oh, Ollie Grind, Toe Grind, 50-50 splitter on the rail 12. No, not a thing. Just call it what it is. They should put the middle part on, the no wheels. No wheels on the rail. No wheelies. You don't have to add the Y. Douche. It's a, it, it, they made it very douchey last night. And then 12-year-old girls. Enough. I'm not sp- and, then, and then the very next thing they do, in an effort to not sexualize any of the games, I'm like, well, you did a hell of a job there, showing me a couple sixth graders competing. They don't want to sexualize the games anymore, so NBC and the IOC have agreed because they're in control of the international feed of what we see. That butts are no longer going to be part of the program. What? Whoa, whoa, whoa. They're what? pulling back. Wait a- now, kick. an occasional butt is going to slide over. And you're going to see it. It's very hard in beach volleyball not to show the butts. But the Olympics, they were, they were gymnastics, doing, they gymnastics were doing quick cuts outfits. last night. And the- diving, which they love yeah. the thongs and diving now. No more, because they don't want to sexualize women. So, I love- my, but did you watch men's Fast swimming? Fastbacks. Okay, you can cut those out. <laughs> I need a thick-ass pole yeah, vaulter to have some of that stuff sliding right. up the cracker. Yes. Agreed. Uh, did you watch the men's swimming? No. Yeah. They're disturbingly sexy. With their oh, yeah. little tiny panties. Yeah. And nobody's saying, let's stop showing their butts and bodies. They're yeah, well, they were, V's. Yeah. Like, they made sure they showed all the water polo yeah. guys getting out of the water. And the, the dongs. Yeah. Their dongs were like, the, it was so tight, I could, like the old Robin Williams joke, I can tell you what religion they were. You could <laughs> see the corona cut. You could see the tip, the shaft, veins. And I'm like, wait a second. This is, if you're, isn't, it, isn't it up to the person at home to sexualize it? It's not NBC's job to tell me what it is and what it isn't. And if you have beach volleyball and the uniform is thong and bikini top, sorry. That's the uniform. I'm going to struggle not sexualizing. Just moments away from pixelating. Yeah, it's Japan. They'll get good at it. The Olympics are off to a good start, but they need to have like an adult channel and then like a kids at play channel. That was ridiculous yesterday. And none of them were any good at it. That was the worst part of it. No. Not a one. It was the worst thing I've ever seen in the uh, Olympics. And women's skateboarding. Just let's change it to girls at play skateboarding. Let's take a look at the little girls at at the park. If you ever said that phrase, hey, let's bring our cameras down and film some little girls skateboarding. You'd be like, you're going to jail, you pervert. This is weird. I like to watch 12-year-olds compete. I don't want. They don't have little league baseball in the Olympics. It's the same thing. Twelve-year-olds in the Olympics. Close, getting closer. Who? Little league. And then the other thing for the deadbeats that uh, you know can't make it in real sport. Three-on-three basketball needs to go as well. I don't know what that is. I wanted to watch it. It kept. I don't care. China. The ice cube league. Aren't they doing three-on-three? Yeah, but that's there's drug testing in the Olympics. That thing. Nobody ever from the (laughs) three-on-three big baller leagues coming over. But, yeah, they had uh, just white guys and Chinese people playing three-on-three pickup basketball in the park. I mean, they literally are now just filming us at the park saying there's an event. That's a thing. Frisbee golf will be in the Olympics someday. 
At least it's a competition. At least there's a scoring system that makes some type of sense. I don't know how you judge a front toe kick grindy ollie, super grind, slow truck truck, 95 on the 12. Well, Ooh, based upon last five. I'm like, I have no idea what the scoring system is. Throw the board up there and try to land on yeah, it. Just That's all you had to do. Ride it, it couldn't. Ride it across the entire park without falling. And I'd have given you a gold medal. Because it was like their first day. Sorry, skateboarders. It's a fact. She's goofy foot, so she's going to go off goofy foot on her 12, 12, 50, one-sided, slanty, ollie, rock, rock. <laughs> no one knows what you're saying. St- explain that to the general public. Oh, yeah, sorry, boomer. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, boomer. Because Get off I w- my lawn, bro. Because I wasn't a degenerate graffiti artist in <laughs> high school. I don't know what these things are. I didn't go to people's homes and ruin their patio furniture with my game. I, I very rarely took my baseball bat and took a swing at old man Ferguson's front bench and just wrecked it like skateboarders always did. You, you skateboarders saw a, a, a nice piece of furniture in somebody's front yard. Two in the morning, that thing got wrecked for no reason. And you all walked away laughing. Grind that, bro. Grind it, bro. He's like, why put it up there if you can't grind it? Just sh- like the old man just whittled and whittled in his garage for months and months to build this thing out of his wife's ashes. Probably, I don't know, making it worse. And these skateboarders come out and ollie, ollie, 50, 50, grindy grinds all over. Our bench out here. Ruined it. I had to get a new bench. I had to put chains on it keep these pricks away that's when i realized last night why skateboarding can't be in the olympics it's uh it's trespassing is what it is and i want it stopped (laughs) now skateboarders out there that you guys can do stuff i did see something downtown uh saturday afternoon where a dude who was probably my age was walking around in a pair of long dickies and the shirt and the sideways backwards what is the the iron cross Independent, independent, independent trucks. trucks. Yep. Had the hat on, and I'm looking at him, and he's carrying a board across uh, Washington Street, and I'm just like, "It's the outfit that's ruining you. It's you can skate all you want, but you can't dress up like the kids anymore. You got to stop. That's worse than the Gilbert moms dressing like their daughters. You put the gear on and you grab the board, and all of a sudden you look like life's past your by. They're not, not casting for ridiculousness, and that's the other thing. If I wanted to watch a Rob Deerdick show, MTV shows it 24 hours a day. He's the epitome of why I don't want to watch skateboarders do anything. He drives me bananas. But, yeah, girls playing is not a sport in the Olympics. So let's cancel that one. Especially if we can't sexualize it. We only got one more Olympics left to sexualize. Uh, And there was a girl that an emailer sent me. uh, She's a, a Croatian gymnast. Now, it's one of the bad gymnasts, too, that not on the good gymnastics team. She failed and developed a little too hard. Maybe didn't train hard enough. Started having her period and grew boobs and it ruins gymnastics. So she's a rhythmic gymnastics girl. No, not me either, because they turn into, like, people. Uh, but her name is, uh guy emailed her, and I was laughing. Uh, what the hell is her name? Damn it. Uh, oh, Anna Derek of Croatia. He emailed me this morning, and I saw it, and I'm like, Anna Derek, give that a game. Because she's, uh, that's the type of gymnastics I can get into. The ones who failed, they're like the, the, the palm squad or the flaggets. They can't be cheerleaders. But there's still an event for them. Anna Derrick's got some solid action going on. You looking her up? I'm trying. Man. But uh, there's a big story out today saying that the uh, sexualization of all the athletes, of the female athletes, will be uh, stopped. Well, and then I will stop watching. Yeah, me too. Isn't that part of the appeal? Is it? And I'm not even talking about the women. That these people are 
unbelievably uh, attractive human beings as far as their bodies go. That's a girl skateboarder. That's a Alana Smith. <laughs> That's one of she competed last <laughs> night. Like nine. Uh, she's. Probably no, that's, fifteen that's or older. sixteen. She looks like she's given a spe- a book report. Would, would she, she did in between yeah, Harry, trying to land a trick. She missed all six times. She had to do her homework in between tricks. Uh, said the poor father. Jeez. There's some better shots of uh, the Anadera. You get a, a few butt shots in there, and you'll be blown away. Oh yeah, well, yeah there's a couple of real gems up in the. Uh, I don't know. Now you're just losing her. Now just do Anadera butt. It'll oh, come up. Yeah. Croatia. But yeah, so that's the sexualization of all. ass. <laughs> well, you went a little too far with it. Oh, sorry, Bert. Let's calm her down a little bit. Just put butt in. Two T's. Double T. There you go. And nothing. Oh, I don't know why yours isn't coming up. I'll show you mine, and it's perfect. Hey, yeah. Garrett from the Browns coming up. This is, this is ridiculous. <laughs> Maybe it's our work thing. Oh, wait. What are you writing in? Anna Derrick. Yeah. A-N-A. Yeah. You put two. No, that's what I got. Oh, you did? No, that's A. Let me see here. Images. And this. This is what I'm talking about. Oh, man. Yeah, see, that's the one. All right, that's solid. Yeah, look at that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, boys. Don't sexualize the athletes. (laughs) But uh, when when it's it's okay, though, when the Tongan flag bearer was all oiled up four years ago and the ladies couldn't stop spilling their guts all over that thing. And they they brought him back for this opening one. Remember the shirtless... Tongan guy, and they showed him didn't again. They, didn't the, they put oil on him? And they one oiled him up? Yeah. It, the, the women rubbed oil yeah. on him to make him look more like he did that During day. the interview. But we're the perverts. We're bad because these gymnasts and thongs make us think of butts. The beach volleyball girls make us think of butts. Meanwhile, a hot guy walks by holding a flag, and every television station wants to pour baby oil on him and have him on there and rub him up and down. That, uh... Caleb Kesser, whatever that swimmer's name is, the good one. I don't know his name. I don't know any of their names. He's like, he's a perfect specimen of man. I asked Megan last night, we were watching, I'm like, do you watch this and just go, oh, and they're like, text friends, look at the dong on the Australian swimmer, because we do. <laughs> That's why they're stopping it. Yeah, I know, but you guys do it too. You just don't do it weird like us, unless it's obvious. They can control it better. Can they? Because I remember Kathy Lee and Hoda dry humping that Tongan guy. They made him come on the show with his shirt off, squirted oil on him, and oh, oh, it's these pecs. Savannah Guthrie, even in this one with Mike Tirico, was a little weird at the opening ceremony. Because they brought up the Tongan again. They brought up again. the Tongan again, exactly. And another guy with his shirt off is like, nothing like that last one. Fire up a shot of that, Ooh. dude. Yeah, Hannah Derrick. You still on it? Oh, on her Instagram <laughs> page now. Oh, jeez. <laughs> there we go. Oh, my. Look at that. And they don't want us to say, look at her. She's got her gym thing, leotard, pulled way up her ass, and she's sitting on that balance beam. She's in my DMs. Aiming her ass at us. They, she wants it to be sexualized because that sells. Look at her. Knock it off. Please. These people are the ultimate specimens of humanity. Being sexy is part of the territory of being in that kind of shape. Look at that. Look at legs. Oh, I'm yeah, that's what the <laughs> gymnastics girls are all about. Jeez. So, yeah, finding people... At- it's so weird that we're so mad about finding people attractive. You find them attractive and you're a pervert. Isn't that the whole point of this uh, time on the ball? 
John, I love the show, but can we rename it Grand Torino, please? Yeah. Okay. Sound like a old man, old right? woman at the club, man, no. that the 21-year-olds are getting all the attention. Like okay. the Gilbert <laughs> lesbian you went out with Let me tell you this. Friday. That would be true if I was complaining about adults. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care how old you are. If you like watching 12-year-olds play at the park, you're a pedophile. I love when little girls do great in the Olympics, especially when they're like in sixth grade. Nobody wants to see sixth graders. I just want to coach them. It's not a sport if it's dominated by a 12-year-old. Just not a sport. That's why that terrible Rookie of the Year movie, when the hell is this? Whenever they make kids do stuff in movies that adults do, I hate it. Solve a mystery. There you go. Get smarter than the adults. Now that one I'd want. Look at that. Brett sexualizing. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> well, if they're cutting that out of the Olympics, I'm out. out. That's why I'm not watching. But the story is pretty fantastic that they, uh, they're they saying a sports apparel, not sex appeal, sport appeal. Uh, Olympic broadcasters curb sexual images of female athletes. Why just the female ones? Yeah. I'm Good watching question. those dudes. I'm watching beach volleyball with the guys, and I'm like, man, perfect perfect body the shape is ridiculous these guys are uh, the epitome of what you're supposed to look like as a human male john maybe you're sexualize right. it all day maybe if we'd sexualized bruce a little more in the 70s <laughs> we wouldn't have had the change well we sexualize him now if you want to but <laughs> look i think finding someone attractive is not oh, he sexual. Had, they're gonna Short go back to the original the olympics where there's no clothes they had they were naked okay if they want to desexualize, Scott Haynes with the quote of the day, as usual. If they want to desexualize the ladies, all they need to do is make them carry a basketball around. <laughs> that pretty much does take the sexy out of it. I think, you know what I think it really is? I think the unsexy lady sports are mad at the sexy lady sports. Which one because, is that? Discus and, well, no, no, no. and shot put? Like the divers and the swimmers. and Yeah. The unsexy ones are mad at the outfits of the sexy ones. Because they're not getting the attention that they get, and they don't think it's for skill. The gymnasts are the most skilled people in the Olympics. That's an amazing thing. They, I don't understand the body control and everything they're doing. So I think the, why don't they wear full leotards or yeah, what? Look, I just think it's the ugly athletes are mad at the athletes that get all the attention for the way they look. I don't. I think that's the bigger thing. It's women being mad at women. We no, like visuals. We always have. Look, no man is ever going to say we're sexualizing the ladies too. We got to stop showing butts on TV. We got to stop showing these incredibly toned athletic asses on television. No executive at NBC has said this. Um, it's ugly other athletes that have to wear geese and stuff. Stephen wanted me to change your mind on yeah. the uh, the skateboarding thing yeah. with uh, Alana Smith. With this one. Oh, Le- I'm Tisha Bufani. Oh yeah, she's the. Did she play in the Olympics? She's there. Yeah. Yeah. She got beat by two 12-year-olds. Well, not in, a sport. That, in that one, she did. Still not a sport. I'm not saying you don't have hot skateboard girls. I saw the Tom Petty video. I remember. <laughs> but I'm saying it's not a sport. Skateboarding is a Ooh. thing. It's just not a sport. It's not a competitive... The way that they're doing it. Maybe there's stuff you can do to make it competitive, but not the way they're doing it. And again, you should be ashamed of yourself, skaters, if 12-year-olds are winning gold. So what about surfing when surfing starts up in a couple of days? Still don't get it. Yeah. It's all dependent on Mother Earth. Out of the water, sure. Exactly. Like you have to pick the right wave. Well, you, you didn't know. pick the 15-foot wave. Yeah. You got the 8-footer. Right. Bad set, bro. Yeah. And it's still it's still an achievement to do it, but it's not a sport. Especially if, like, a 9-year-old went out there and dominated. It's like, okay, this isn't a thing. But Minecraft will be out there playing with dolls and uh, jacks. 
<laughs> it's just stupid. And if they could have hit one trick, maybe I'd have a different opinion. But for two hours last night on my TV, I was just like, I haven't seen any handball yet either. Yeah, I know they had a That's couple a stupid of games. Sport too. But at least it's a game with like a score. Yeah. Maybe a dumb game, but it's a game with a, like soccer. It's a dumb game, but there's a score at the end. Well, sometimes, not necessarily in soccer. Anyway. I'm just making a, a point. It's not saying anything more than what most people were thinking. Brett, if you lost to a 12-year-old at anything today, would you feel pretty good about yourself? No, go kill myself. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> That's what I would do. <laughs> Even if it's your first time trying and the 12-year-old's like, I went gold. Uh, I can give that a run. You're 12. How hard can this be? I worked real hard since 8. Yeah, okay. I'll pick this up today. <laughs> What's for school lunch? Okay, you talk about school. I love school. May tomorrow, love school. Unless it's like you're saying, playing Fortnite or, you know, some PlayStation game. Then, well, all right. I got, you know, they got me, but. <laughs> and then the New Zealand guy whose balls falls out of his Thanks. friend. Anyway, just wanted to point that out to everybody. Your kids are not something anybody wants to watch. Ever. Ever. We have octopus pizza tomorrow. Great day. Go middle octopus pizza at school. <laughs> I can't stand it. It's hilarious. And then those adults trying to talk about it like it's a real thing. Good stuff. But I did watch a lot of uh, good Olympic events. Uh, that ping pong's pretty amazing. Because it's hilarious. And those people mean it. Like, there's a couple Koreans that, after each point, lost their minds. If they don't win, well, they get killed. I think yep. you're right. I don't know if it was North Korea or if it was just very serious ping pong. They didn't send school. anybody this year. <laughs> they didn't? Did yeah. the NPK not come? Yep. Oh, man. What a shame. But it's pretty fun. So for my birthday, I'd like you to take the skateboard away from your kid. Just tell those little vandals to get jobs. But wreck in our front yard. <laughs> and again, I stand by my theory. Get off my lawn is not an old man's thing. You shouldn't be on my lawn. What are you doing standing in somebody else's lawn? You kids get off my lawn. Go through a phase. Go through real. a phase growing up. No, you, know, you don't. I'm going to stand on the guy's lawn. Not if you were raised right. Not if you were raised right, you stay off a person's lawn. <laughs> and he has every right to go, guys, off the lawn. Why well, he put sidewalks in. Does that mean every uh, professional baseball player is an old man? Because if you walk on their field, they're like, get off the grass. <laughs> so they're all a bunch of Clint Eastwoods. Pretty fun. Tonight, uh, uh, kids playing dolls and then house uh, Olympic events. We got a couple four-year-olds in there and then rolling babies. They're going to roll babies down hills and see which one is the best. Gold medals to babies. I was kind of in on the whole Olympic thing. I was. I, they do this every four years, five now. Every time it's on, I say I'm not going to watch. I end up just staring at a couple hours of something I've never seen before. Just doesn't make sense to me that it's such a th- like men's volleyball should be a league. Oh yeah, that's an awesome 100%. sport. Yeah, that's a fantastic sport to watch. But I think you have to be patriotic to like it. I don't think you could pick up with the Phoenix Ballers versus San Diego. I don't think you'd care. I think it has to be the U.S. versus something for it to matter. They had a, they had a. Over Tried a decent run with the AVP. I was going to say, yeah, I remember it was here every year. Well, that was yeah. the beach one. It was I'm talking about like indoor 
what are they like six on six or whatever it is? Those, oh those yeah, yeah, are, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fantastic. The full team. They're good. Those are good games. But diving will come up soon, and the butts will be out. But NBC's going to do their damnedest not to show it, which is going to make it even better what? when you sneak a peek. Oh. When the butts come out of the divers and they get they shoot out of the pool and the camera accidentally catches it, they realize we can pause. Now. They're having a little ba- struggle right now. They've got to reschedule some of the sailing and boating events because there's a little hur- hurricane coming through. Is there? Oh, yeah. That would be epic. I might watch that. <laughs> I would watch the get a beat the hurricane to get those 12-year-olds off the skate park. Oh, glorious. Anyway, what are you going to do? Bert, what's on my birthday? Big board of musical treats. All right. Uh, your birthday wake-up song brought to you guys by Josh and the boys over there at Action Ride Shop. Weather was awesome this weekend, so you had no reason not to hit the trails. And uh, I guess it's still supposed to be good today. I think it's like 95. Yeah, so nine. head on over to Action. Get all those accessories. Get the bike tuned up. Get yourself all dialed in. Action Ride Shop on Facebook as well as on Instagram. Uh, let's see. Death Clock up here. Happy birthday, Death Day. Uh Judas Priest, Kansas, making a carry on wayward son for your birthday. Uh, why? I don't know. They just uh, lost a member, I yeah. think. Oh, did, or, got, like last week. To Kansas? One of the Kansas. Uh, yeah. Some of Kansas One of the still Kansas alive? staff passed away. Oh. Static X, 311, <laughs> which they, they know how much you love yeah, that. Yeah, that's a great one. Prodigy Dennis Fleury <laughs> Asshole, <laughs> Pantera. Yeah. The DG's tragedy for your birthday yeah, was up there. What. It's hard it's not alive, to like it. The Foo Fighters thing is uh, is a novelty one-off. I was expecting more. I was expecting more, but I'm yeah, it's good. I'm happy with it, but it's not one as and done. Good as I yeah. thought it would be. I'm not going to listen to it a lot. Uh, I don't know what "Lunatic of God's Creation" is. That's I don't either. Great it's by it's a good title. Is that a good thing? Pretty loud. It's pretty yeah. Pretty Marcusy. It's uh, yeah. Oh, it's definitely yeah. Marcusy. Uh, I don't know. I'll let you choose. It's my birthday. It's your birthday. Come yeah, on. I know. You give me a present. I don't have to do any work today. Uh, <laughs> let's do tragedy. All right. What the I'm hell? in on that. I like it. The DGs. I'm fine with that. Some people would have considered this day 49 years ago a tragedy, for sure. Most others wouldn't. <laughs> Did someone make you watch that last night? Come on. It's called social commentary, you dickheads. It's fun. <laughs> You had a choice. No, no, I've got choices in life. Yeah, okay. So here's what I'll do. I won't watch anything, and I'll come in the mor- next morning, and I'll go, Hey, everybody. I didn't watch anything interesting last night, and I have no comments on anything in the world at all. What are you going to go absolutely on? nothing to say about anything, and I'm not going to take any stances on anything either, because you guys said that I shouldn't. That's go great stuff, bro. Go F yourself. <laughs> it's my birthday. I'll say what I want. Got Larry to. will be with the ropes and we're, why are yeah. we just yeah. thinking? I was watching a thing last night <laughs> that I was going to make fun of, but I can't do that anymore because you guys say I can turn it, so I turn it now. Idiots. It's the whole point of the job. Dumbass. Uh, do you have it all loaded up? It's getting there. All right. The DGs. Yeah, I wanted this to be more, but it is fun. It's fun. I've listened to the tragedy thing a couple of times. I kind of like that. I wanted this one to be the rock song. I really wanted this one to go. I think you should be dancing still the best one yeah. because they kind of rocked it a little bit. Yeah. And I think it was just the, the initial excitement of hearing that one first. Yeah. We're like, oh, cool. What are they doing? You got it? All right. It's your DGs. It's a tragedy. Foo Fighters covering the Bee Gees for no reason whatsoever other than fun. And it's my birthday, so we'll play it. Should have done some Dua Lipa, too. Uh, it's, a, it's tragedy. It's 98 KUPD. Go get them.
Olivia's uh, daughter is celebrating my birthday by pretending it's yeah, her birthday. She's having a little nice of her. Johnny girl. She's having a little Johnny girl of her own. Yeah. Take a few of the old kids out this uh, beautiful Monday We're afternoon. We're heading to the Swiss. Are you going to the Swiss with the kids? <laughs> yeah. You're going to skate over? Yeah. Bunch of sixth graders skating around? Yep. So I had a Mark McGuire while you're there. <laughs> what are you, uh, what are you, what are you, where is she going for my birthday? Uh, she's going to play some laser tag and, you know, one of those places. As like a parent. A Busters or Brett, you can relate to this. Golfland was our thing when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, like, for birthdays and stuff. As a parent, did you limit her? As far as what? Uh, th- that was the most class warfare I was ever part of. Was my birthday would roll around and be, all right, I want to have, like, a little party. Like, you're 13, 14 years old and yeah. you want to have a thing. And my mom would foot it, but it would be for, you know, limit your friends down. Yeah. You had to yeah, pick there, out. There's so there's like that. a few outliers. Depends there. on what we're doing. This one, there's a limit. How many did you nail her down? How many is she allowed to bring? Well, actually, um, she's uh, eight friends. Are coming. She's got eight friends. Yeah. Eight of them. And you're footing the bill for all of them, or they all pay their own way in? No, I'm flipping it. Did you cut it at eight? Pretty big. Um, there you was nine total. Oh, so well, somebody got the axe, huh? Yeah. Well, no, they didn't cut. They just couldn't cut. Oh, you okay. didn't do any cutting. So she could have gone as high as 20, and you wouldn't have said no, because if Kirby uh, wants it, Kirby 20, gets it. 20's <laughs> a little high. Kirby wanted 20 buddies? 20, 20 buddies are coming. My mom would make that clear before. You have five kids that can come. Like, ah, crap. Yeah. I figured out of the nine, that's what I was figuring. Five. Yeah, but that's up to you. Usually there's... there's Everyone's getting their last minute summer vacation in because school yeah, starts a right. week from today for them. But normally, it isn't about the kids deciding. It's you as the parent saying, you can bring five. Sure. And she didn't have to do any whittling at all. You let her just max out. I was not allowed to do that. There were always a couple of kids who oh, I might go to your birthday party. My mom would only pay for five. I had to pick my five favorites. There you, were a couple of the cut. inquiries, <laughs> too. Like the yeah. kid would say, my parents want to know, do I... Um, are we paying for this or? At that you point, know. you had to fire off a yes. Yeah, you cheap pricks. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I got an opportunity. <laughs> no, you're scholarship. You pay, you can pay. I think that's not a bad idea. You paying food too, or has everybody got a? You're covering the oh, whole. Yeah, it's what is man? Bad? That's silly. Nobody likes their kids this much. <laughs> you get five. Everybody gets one slice. That's pathetic. double cut it. Yeah. Double cut it. So she didn't ever know that there was a. A number to hit. She just kept going. Wasn't worried about the number because no I just knew how many there were. Ching chop. No, no, no. It never. She's not one that has like fifty friends. Yeah. Neither was I, and I still got limited. <laughs> yeah, it depends. On, well, uh, yeah. I was on the outside looking in on one Sun of my splashes. little league friends' birthdays because he was allowed to have seven, and you were number eight, and right? I was number eight, uh, and then a kid bailed out. And I, got, I was a reserve. I got a reserve call, and I always and I and I felt it when I was there. I felt it as I'm not supposed to be here. Maybe it's a little bit of, you know, a make good from the year before because there wasn't much action. Yeah. So you're trying to help her out. So she gets. Well, loaded. she kind of yeah had a missed year. I don't know if it's any of that, but did you get a deal with the laser tag thing for size? Oh yeah, yeah. Did you? Yeah. Did yeah. you? Yeah, I got to get some cases. You got a guy. Up. I got to get some barbecue before. <laughs> did you really hook him up with stuff? No. You did a little. No, I did they not. They have a laser. Uh, they tried. They, they guarantee you they tried. Do they have a little kitchen? You don't barter, do you? <laughs> did they have a little kitchen that they could serve stuff in that you offered up some sauce? No. Oh, I don't know. No. Nope. I believe you. Pretty cool. Well, I wasn't invited to my own birthday party for Kirby. There's a reason why. You were number eight? Grown men you shouldn't watch. Grown men, yeah, well, grown men shouldn't watch 12-year-olds play NBC. 
Uh, it is my birthday. That is today. And uh, we're going to get a Brady report, and I'll do very little work. It's Brady's job today. It's brought to you by Hooters and Michelob Ultra. Fantasy football is back. Hooters is the place for your draft party. Fun freebies, great food, and drink specials, which includes Michelob Ultra on draft. Call, uh, call your favorite Hooters location and schedule your draft party today. Football is just about underway. When these Olympics end, boom, we're right into football. So this year is going to just float us from one thing to the next. It's going to be pretty great. Thank you, Hooters. Thank you, Mick Ultra. Brady reported. Good Monday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. Happy John Holmberg Day. That's right. Hey. And also, happy Dick Fish Day. No. Oh, it's Dick Fish's birthday. That's yeah. right. He's still around? Is he uh, yeah, right he anymore? is. Oh. Yep. Who's Dick Fish? Dick Fish was uh, Brady's wife's uh, roommate for a while. He was our best maid. Yeah, and he was the best. The man uh, of honor. He was, the, he was the maid of honor for Ronnie at the wedding. All right. She had a man as her uh, maid of honor. Is he married yet? No. Still by himself. He's sort of just that guy. <laughs> Mystery. Yeah, he lived with he lived with Brady's wife. And we're like, is that all right by you? He's like, don't worry, man. It's a dick fish. Like zero threat at all. <laughs> and then you met him and you're like, Brady's right. <laughs> he has no designs on this. He just likes watching videos. Nice we lost uh, got a couple of baseless fun facts. We lost Jackie Mason, comedian I Jackie Mason, that. over the weekend. The oddluck from the Pink Panther. Little, you uh, that he's going to put holes in you. He's a, he hates these cans. He was the guy who ran the gas station yeah. and the jerk. Yeah. Mr. little fun fact about Jackie Mason. Yeah. Frank Sinatra supposedly hired thugs to beat up Jackie Mason for making fun of him marrying Mia Farrow. Really? Because she was 30 years younger. Ooh. After Mason had his face wired back together. He kept making jokes. He'd say, Frank Sinatra saved my life one night. He said, boys, that's enough. <laughs> that's enough. Stop hitting me. You're going to put holes in me? He was the aardvark on the Pink Panther. He was also... Harry Hartoonian. Harry Hartoonian. Yeah, Hartoonian. Yeah. Uh, Hartoonian. Yeah, no, Hartunian. was it Hartoonian or Hartoonian? I think it's Hartoonian, yeah. yeah. He's a yeah. gas station guy and the jerk. And also happened to make the worst decision in the history of movies by being... Uh, in Caddyshack 2. Oh, that's right. I forgot about He was about kind that. of the Rodney Dangerfield uh, attempt. Oh, that movie's so bad. The only reason I knew it was Hartoonian is I went out with him. Yeah, you had a uh, Hartoonian lady. Girl, also. Last name Hartoonian. I went out. It's Armenian. Yeah. Oh, legit. Oh, yeah. Okay. She had a fuzzy back. <laughs> also, Krusty the Clown's dad, Jackie Mason. Wow. Rabbi Christophilus. I believe his name was. I don't remember exactly. That might be all. Instant coffee was invented by a guy named George Washington. Not the... Different guy. Yeah. He came to America from Belgium in the late 1800s and started manufacturing instant coffee in 1910. Took him a while. It's a federal crime for someone who's not a postal worker to wear a U.S. Postal Service uniform unless... You're acting in a play, TV show, or movie. A Halloween costume isn't a good enough excuse. You could get fined for pretending get a to large be large fine or up to six months in prison. So dressing as a mailman, yeah, is illegal because you could go through people's mail and no one would question it. Even at Halloween, even though I right. don't know how. I guess that makes sense. Like you can't. What you can, however, in Halloween, dress as a cop. What about a zombie postal worker? I don't know. Sometimes in Wow, you Phoenix. found a loophole, Brady. Yeah. Sometimes in Phoenix, I've seen a few of them that 
Again, we had that time. I think I fixed that, by the way, because I had in your neighborhood. You I'm pretty positive that I, because I, in ours they've the, gone all plain clothes. Have they? Yeah. Just people just walking around, yeah. taking mail and giving with mail that, with that sticker on the back of their car. Oh man, says, <laughs> they don't even get the little I mail trucks anymore. Trust that. Uh, it's it's like half and half. Oh honestly. wow! Remember, because I I went on that thing about seeing mailmen, and I'm like, there's no decorum anymore. They look like they roll in dirt before. Little sloppy, shift, and they got a little messy. And then the one guy goes, thanks a lot. We've got a meeting. I got that email. And they buttoned it up. We got a lot of clean male people in my neighborhood. Mostly girls. Like, they got rid of all those swarthy, sweaty dudes that were walking around with their shirts half tucked in. The Wall Street Journal says schools are concerned because juice boxes, hamburger beef, patties, and chicken tenders are among items that are short supply. Um, it's because of the labor deficiencies and the supply chain issues. Other expected shortages include canned fruit, corn dogs, salsa, uncrustables, <laughs> Italian salad dressing, and even their lunch trays are in demand. What have your people been doing with the salad dressing? Yeah, you know, I mean, come on. <laughs> Cornering the market. <laughs> There's a demand. Who's paying? Jack it up. <laughs> That's right. I just got an email. It makes me worry. Oh. Uh-oh. It says, happy birthday, John. But your boy is at it again. What'd you do? What'd you do, Toledo? What did you do? Were you on the Twitter? I was not. Were you political on something? No. (laughs) It's just Uh a pre-warning. Says your boy's at it again. Did you get into an argument with somebody? No, not at all. On the internets? No. Really? Fist fight? I need to know what it is. Up a neighbor? Did something make the uh, the podcast again? (laughs) Where you don't? That's true too. (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) Hmm. Did you ask for explanation? I did. Okay. I'm asking you first to be. I, I got nothing. Let you clear nothing. your chance you know, to get it out of the way before they tell me what you did. I, I don't to that. Are you kidding me? Before they tell me what you did. Over the weekend? Over the weekend? No. All right. No. Mm. I got like underage uh, fake ID drunk on, on Friday night. All so. right. That's what I like. No, but <laughs> the phone was the nowhere around. Sarah. By the way, somebody, uh, Scott Haynes, says that dickfish is also the term Ronnie uses on sex night to find your wiener in the fat room. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Time to go dickfishing. He goes trolling. He goes dickfishing. Little handbiller. What is it? Hillbilly handfish. Yeah. Hillbilly. <laughs> noodling. <laughs> She's noodling. 62-year-old Sarah Lewis lives in England, and she's been locked down for 19 months because of the pandemic. She finally had the courage to step out. So she uh, gets ready, grabs her purse, puts her mask on, drops outside of the house. A lorry goes by, which is a taxi cab, stops. And as she's continuing walking across the street, she's messing with her mask. Uh-oh. Lori backs up oh. in the blind spot. Ends over. her. Good night. She's done. Lights yep. out. <laughs> well. yep. First time out in 19 months. <laughs> and the last time out. One more day. We're going to be in masks again in a couple of weeks. Oh, yeah. It's already. Well, I heard this morning St. Louis. On. Yeah, they're starting to do it again. And Re- you see the riots in, uh, like, London and Australia when they started to say, we're going to put you all back in masks. Just started fighting cops. Like, the cops aren't doing it. The cops are just kind of standing Australia, like, oh, too? Like, I thought they big. were, like, no, real compliant. They were, and they're done with it. Everybody is. Everybody's done with Everybody's it. Everybody's done with it. Yeah. I don't. 
it's not going to be a good. I saw the. I saw. I forget which country it was. I thought, saw the police actually marching with yeah. with against masks too. Like, yeah, there was one in England. There's a couple in in Europe. Uh, someplace else, it's like we're going to try again with the masks, and they're like, "No, you're not." And Australia was a big one, but the cops they're just chucking stuff at the cops. He's like, "We're just trying to keep you guys from storming the castle here for a second. Calm down." Researchers at uh, Northwestern University in Illinois. Um, did a little research on aging, the effect, and what money, what kind of factor it has. They, uh, the study found that for every $50,000 accumulated during your middle age, it, your, huh? your life expectancy goes up 5%. If you make 50000 extra? Yes. For every 50000 Every 50000 that you make. You get a year to live. Yep, 5%. <laughs> you get a, another year. They uh, did the research. Christ, I'm dead. They started. You're gonna, you died four years ago. Like Brett shouldn't be here. He's, he's bucking the trend. Every 50000 that you keep or just get. Save and, yeah. Uh, but it's, so it's accumulate. like money you accumulate. Yes. So you have to have 50000 in it. Correct. Like in, you can get it. Yeah. They uh, it adds started the st- oh, study in 1994. Where, with a group of uh, a little over 2,000 participants um, with the average age of 46. And they continued it through 2018. 24 years, basically. Jeff Bezos is going to live forever. And a fifth of the people died during that time, and that's what they found, that the ones that had... The, the poor ones yeah, died. Yeah, in $50,000 increments. But the people who didn't have any money dropping dead like crazy. Yeah. This was pretty cool. Really cool, John. This uh, 13-year-old girl from Australia discovered a puffy chip in her bag of Doritos. So she put it on eBay, and the price got up to $100,000. What the hell's wrong with people? <laughs> yeah, everything. <laughs> then eBay shut down the auction. Uh, like, you can't do this. So Doritos stepped in and offered Riley $20,000 for the chip. Not because they wanted to investigate, because it was a great marketing. Oh, it's player. great marketing. Twenty grand to some idiot who got a puffy Dorito. Yeah, puffy Dorito. You're Sorry. talking about the food during the Olympics, Pizza Hut in Japan. I was. Yeah, you're saying how bad um, you are now. Um, some of the stuff we had earlier. You were talking about the food. When? I don't think so. I don't think so either. I think you might have been. Talking to yourself about it. Oh, I think you say. I think you were talking about you don't like the food over there except sushi. Oh but no, you like yeah. Amer- uh, yeah, American yeah. sushi. Yeah, I yeah. was just saying I'm not interested in going to Japan because I don't like their yeah. food. Well, right. this might interest you. I wasn't really talking about the food. Jeez, Pizza things he takes out of for a the Olympics. Yeah, launches the new ten meat decathlon pizza. It's topped with three types of bacon, um, charcoal beef ribs, beef bulgogi. Teriyaki chicken, pulled pork, pepperoni, rough sliced sausage, and Italian sausage. Can you name me three types of bacon right now? Somebody's getting hard. Yeah, oh, yeah. maple bacon. You got your uh, pepper bacon. Hey, Canadian? Can, yeah, Canadian bacon. Yeah. You got jalapeno bacon. Well, these are just flavors. Yeah, flavors. Yeah, yeah. No, they're different types of bacon. You got your Hertfordshire bacon. What's that? It's just a type of pig. <laughs> <laughs> reason why I asked. So are you. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of bacon knowledge, man. 
a lot <laughs> for you to rattle off all that. You got your turkey bacon. Flavored bacon. I would have yeah. the Canadian bacon. Did anybody bacon. else like yeah. think, oh, my God, Bubba Gump's bacon guy is here? <laughs> yep. That's about, and that's about. Do you even realize that you went into that? Like maybe alphabetically, we have to go to the tape and just started (laughs) rattling off bacon flavors. Something's wrong with you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There is. Get your maple bacon. Get your jalapeno bacon. Get your back bacon. Get. (laughs) What is he doing? Hartfordshire. Hartfordshire. It's a type of pig you see. Do you ever ask what kind of pig this came off of? Never. Never. I don't usually at the store. I know you're not asking. I don't, yeah. I don't think there's a lot of time for questions. <laughs> if, it says, if it says it on there, like I got to try it. You're within hand's reach of bacon. There's not a lot of, what's it off of? It's going in. <laughs> 31-year-old Justin Buccini recently got pulled over. He lives in western Massachusetts, that area. And he got pulled over because he had a janky license plate. It was a temporary plate. With such bad handwriting, they couldn't make out the numbers. Turned out the car wasn't registered, and his license also expired. But uh, when they pulled him over, asked him to step outside of the vehicle, the police found drugs in his pocket. Then they searched the car, and they found a family-sized box of Frosted Flakes that was full of drugs. (laughs) They're great! A big bag of cocaine, over 3,000 tiny bags of heroin... And he was obviously planning to sell that. Um, sure. And they found a purse packed with even more drugs. There's the picture of the uh, Frosted Flakes. And the rundown of the inventory in there. I drove here one day and got... Uh, uh, Jen Gardner gave me a pain pill. Yeah. And a thing. And I was nervous. Your, your fingers are pretty... How big it was the, the three-inch... Not the pill, oh, but it was, in okay. the, it was in the bottle. Oh, gotcha. Okay. So I was nervous with that bottle in my car with two pills in it. I was scared to death to drive home. How do you drive around with a full box of Frosted Flakes packed full of heroin? Takes balls. Oh, man. You got loaves of bread. You've got all this stuff. And it's Massachusetts State Police. I like how he keeps part of the bag in there. To try to- oh, yeah. You got to make people think. It's the lower end. I was nervous with somebody else's prescription bottle in my car. Uh, it scared me to death. So, a librarian in Connecticut talked about a, a little had a little face group with other librarians, and she was talking about how some guy's been calling and asking librarians to read boring legal jargon while he whacks off. <laughs> and this Facebook group said, wait a minute. This guy called my library in a different state, and a bunch of them oh. chimed in. And they all had one. The reason why they put the two and two together is the same guy, because he specifically wants them to read stuff about Brady versus Maryland, 1963 support uh, Supreme Court case that said prosecutors have to share evidence if it could exonerate a defendant. He just likes legalese. Right, something boring. But then he also sometimes wanders outside of it, or it's a different guy that wants him to read stuff like uh, titles of John Grisham books. And they do it? Well, they don't, they're doing it not knowing. And then all of a sudden. But they, a stranger asked me to read John Grisham titles. I'm yeah, like, could Why? you pull this up? Could you read one of these paragraphs for me to make sure I got it? And it's straight? just on an internet thing? Over the phone. Oh, he's jerking. I know that already. Yeah. I, I don't need any. Come on. Librarians, 
if, let alone. You got to be more aware. Hello. No, they're not old ladies anymore. They're just weirdos. You've been to, I went by the library on my bike. I was shocked to see how many people were in there. Yeah, the Gilbert one is. Oh, I'm not talking about downtown. I mean, nobody's using the books or anything. It's all just for homeless people. But it's amazing how many people are in it. <laughs> You think they're up there, you know, studying museum Nobody's books and, and Greek uh, mythology? No. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I'll say maybe, but I'm going to go ahead and doubt it pretty hard. Well, you'll have I think it's the free internet. Reasonable doubt in there. It's, the, it's a place to not be outside for a second and you can whack off the computer. we got a Japanese guy who just made it into the medical journal after uh, stroking it so hard. He gave himself an actual stroke. Oh, wow. 51 years old. Single. He was in the habit of uh, whacking off several times a day. <laughs> Doctors also revealed he's right-handed for some reason. Well, he was finishing up some self-love <laughs> when he suffered a serious stroke and almost killed himself. Showed up at the hospital with a severe headache, and he couldn't stop puking. Oh, my God. They did surgery, and he made a full recovery. Little thing. I got to tell you my story from a few nights ago. Uh-oh, you went there, too? I did a little drinking. And you know when you get in the middle of the night, you get a calf cramp from oh, yeah. those miserable calf cramps. If you drink too the much, worst. it's the worst if it's a drunk one, too. So if you have a little alcohol in you and it just attacks your leg. Well, I was in the middle of a little pleasure. Solo love. You know, laying one out, so to speak, making the tummy puddles. And right as we get to the grand finale, the Bellagio, the calf goes, Fing! Cramps up. Ah! And right in the middle of it, going, ah, ah, ah. It's so ah, good. It so bad. It was, so good. It was the worst combination of great and uh, and awful at the same time. That calf cramp. I feel like it was just, it feels like your muscles getting pulled out of your leg. What do I do? What do I do? Oh, I finished. No, I, I, I couldn't help it. Never figure out the right move on the. I was in the midst of it. And then I did a little weird, like, lotus butterfly thing where both my bottoms of my feet touched in this little diamond shape. Well, I was. <laughs> Because <laughs> I was just, like, balling up. Oh, it was the worst. And the calf cramp wouldn't go away. I'm in the bathroom. Oh, oh, wiping down tummy puck. Let's get to some uh, radio videos. Never we'll, had a stroke. We'll open though. up first uh, with this yeah, drunk man and a woman. This was on the some beach in Poland. Anyway, they were, they were going at it on the beach in front okay. of everyone. You don't like drunk couples. What if they're sober? They're just in love. Uh, They were drunk. The guy got up staggering. (laughs) Sure about that. But the funny part is the guy, uh, someone came up to tell him to break it up, and then another guy comes over with flip-flops and just spanks the guy. Oh, he gets beat up for it? Yeah. Oh, they're unattractive. They blurred it. They're an unattractive guy. Yeah, it's in the... Wow, that's some white skin on that lady. A warning contains... Yeah, well, they aren't fooling around. This is a crowded beach, and he is just... Yeah, you can't do that. Or she's trapped. He <laughs> just can't She's do squirting that. stuff on him, she trying to break, trapped. separate the dogs. <laughs> yeah, you can't do that. He is so hammered. There's nothing about this that's a little bit hidden. He's. You he just has that. a shirt on. He's fully naked. The well, girl sure. seems to be... Uh, I mean, she has most of her clothes on. I think they were... Well, he's maybe doing side door. Maybe. I don't know what he's doing. There's a lot and then, of sand. So he this. gets up. Now here comes the best, the the, the payoff. Oh, he is. This not... guy can't handle it. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> just wax him. 
He got smacked with a Jesus cruiser. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. He's not, he's, watch him walk He's off. hitting him with a flip-flop. And the dude makes it to the steps barely. <laughs> Dong out. Oh, yeah. And now all these ladies are running. Get away from him. Well, he didn't put his pants back on or even try. No, he, he doesn't. He doesn't know where, where they is. are. Yeah. He's just walking around the beach oh. now. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that, normally I'm all for beach fun, but that's just flat out in the open. <laughs> Next one's a guy... Uh, giving his Rottweiler a bath. And the Rottweiler... Is this a euphemism? A tongue bath? Or? No. It's just... It doesn't look like it's real happy. Oh, And this well, no. guy's fearless. Yeah. I have a dog that does that when you give it a bath. They just talk. I know. It's his talk, yeah. but... <laughs> Excuse me, Bear. Mr. Bear. Bear, can I get your paw? <laughs> That's awesome. Now we got a couple of people getting hurt. Okay. All right. Oh, you're not kidding around, right? This first go. one's a guy on a, a wave runner. Oh, oh geez. He gets face planted in the... Oh, he misses the boat dock. He just goes... He was trying to snail master. Ride it up on the sandbar. Oh, <laughs> that's face into the ground. Oh, my. That's not good at all. Front of the jet ski first, There's right? A, he yeah. scorpions a little bit, too. Oh, is the jet ski's ruined. <laughs> oh, that's bad. And this then, is an avalanche. This is unbelievable. There's no snow. No, it's a rocks and stuff. Oh, jeez. But watch how it... They're filming it at first. No big deal. Where is oh, this? this? is kind of cool. I don't know. That's the worst thing you can do in an avalanche, just scream more. <laughs> watch some of these rocks oh, come down. Wow. Now they're like, okay, that's still on a cool. But there's oh, some cars over there. They're in like a hotel or something. Yep. Okay, where are you supposed to then, go? It starts moving there. Oh, it's coming direction. right at him. Yeah. Look at this bridge. Oh, it's over. Oh, oh my God. Yeah, go inside, yeah, he goes you goes inside. And stand by window. the window. Yep. Yeah. Check it out. Check out dumb. the bridge now. <laughs> it's gone. Not yet. It's about to. Where is this hell? Hey, I don't know. Says in India. Oh, in India, here comes. Good night. Whoa! Boulder just took the whole bridge out. What caused this? Just even the even the Hikers. even the mountains in India want out. <laughs> Mudslides. They got some rain wow. too, and I think. Jeez. They're not screwing around. That's a lot. Oh, girl on a pole, pole dancer. All right. Upside down girl in a pole in her apartment. Oh. <laughs> First day trying the upside down trick. Her, her dog comes to uh, rescue her. Doesn't have the strength quite yet to make it to the big time. <laughs> Mom, what happened? I'm Doug. <laughs> I like that she's uh, spent so much on decor. Oh, yeah. It's just an apartment with a pole in it and pictures of herself on the wall. Good time. Oh, she's got a concussion. Oh, yeah. She picked a good missing, song. Though. Missing teeth. Oh, here's her face again. Oh! Face to the floor. Oh, That's Chevelle right Lightning. there. <laughs> oh my! All right. Is that it? Couple, uh, there's oh, another more. quick one. Might be two. This is a guy that gets in the ha- adult hamster wheel. Yeah. He's in a huge hamster wheel. And he gets it going pretty good, and then realizes he can't make it stop. Oh, What's there's no start? stopping the hamster. That's pretty fun. Is that like a? This should be an Olympic sport. Oh, now he's going too fast. Oh, he's in. He falls down. Oh, 
Double gravity wins again. Oh, we got it halfway around. Oh, man. I think it's inevitable you will fall down in a hamster wheel uh, as a biped. I don't think, I think if we were four wheeling it, it would be all right. But bipeds are. Man. Food City carnivals are the worst. Here it goes about halfway over and. Singapore stinks. <laughs> yep. I uh, go back to look. It's just sitting on a couple of like <laughs> cement blocks too. And again, it goes back to my rule: if you're going to be at a fun park, the stuff has to be bolted to earth. <laughs> it can't be mobile. That's Solid. gold. Oh. And I think the only word in that entire language is "la." La 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 la. They just say that like the end of the Metallica song. <laughs> la 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 la. Boom. Yep, that's a horrible little food city carnival in a parking lot. There you go. Well done, Brady. There's your Brady report. Uh, it's eight ten here in the morning six. Do we do Johnny Graw or do we? Uh, oh yeah. You wanna? All right. You wanna yeah. put me to the test? Give away some prizes based on uh, knowledge of me and a listener fighting it out. Johnny Graw, uh, my birthday. We win together. That's how it works. We just did Toledo's as a little test last week. Brett's coming up in a couple weeks as well. Yeah. Brady's not till February, but Johnny Graw. Uh, and then you know, boy, we're. Within six weeks, you get to win all our birthday prizes. And then we take a big fat break. And then Brady tells you about what kind of pig your bacon came off of. <laughs> I didn't know that. I thought it was just one pig that made bacon. Nope. There's more than one cow. So that makes sure. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Well, even then, I wouldn't have known that. I just, I've only seen slaughterhouses just pile them in. I don't think they really cared about the breed. I know there's types of ways to treat the thing. Yeah, and then make it like a... Like Wagyu and Kobe and, and stuff, but... I didn't know that was specific to a type Those of Those Italian hams, expensive stuff. Is that a thing? Yeah. Italian bacon? Italian oh, pigs? sure. What, do they just have hair on them? They're, um, <laughs> forget the breed name. It's like, uh. Man, it's weird that you want to know it. Do you have a favorite? No. Nope. The pig, whatever pig comes your way. Yeah. The javelina has bacon probably, right? Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, it's a hog. We have bacon. Like, you could eat bacon off of me. It's just where it comes from, right? It's kind of off your yeah. back. This guy. Uh, it's 812. There you go, everybody. That is your Brady Report. It's 98 KUPD. That one still gets me. Like that. Uh, it's Lake of Fire there by Nirvana. It's 821, and we've got it all cleared up. Toledo was, in fact, added again. But it was an individual who baited Toledo to be added again over the weekend. Uh, a listener named Leah or Lee. Leah, I'm Leah. guessing, uh, got all over your Instagram. It was a Saturday night. Yeah, just bored. No, no, no. Said, Friday morning during the show because no. we were talking about the oh, Carried about over the all weekend? Yeah. Yeah, you're at it again. Audit. That's too long. <laughs> then you are. No, 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 no. You have to I, walk I, away. I replied to her Friday, and then I applied to her again uh, yesterday. That was it. Did you do some research? Oh, yeah, of then course. Then you're at I do it. as much research stuff. as she does. Look, she seems like a nice person. No, here we go. I didn't say anything you seem like a nice person. Why can't but you what just, I did say, and I'll say it right here, Leah can kiss my ass for running to you <laughs> and, and bitching about reason it I did without, without running to me. That's right, Leah. <laughs> Tattletale. Hey, Holmberg. You it's it's like with your you. dad. Oh, yeah, it's great. I don't like you. I'm going to yeah. go run to John and tell on you. It's your boy's at it again. And then the best part is I'm like, what do he do? And it didn't come up. And you said you hadn't done anything. But deep down, you knew what I was talking about. No, right? no, I didn't. I didn't until, until you mentioned her name. Still great. And I said, well, Leah Stevens said that you two went at it uh, over the instance. 
grams. And you said, oh, yeah, you know, she came at me with some, wanted to talk about the economy. And then I said, oh, okay, he told me that you two fought. This isn't him being at it again where he just blindly yeah, yeah, flame, jumped into flame throws social media with yeah, some, yeah. you know, commentary. And then she goes, he won't admit he's a goddamn socialist. And I'm like, all right. She never asked me to admit that yeah. either. Look, both of you just, you know what, to put the landing gear down. Let's put these planes on the ground. <laughs> no reason to fly out there. You apologize, Talita, Talia. For being a socialist. No, I don't <laughs> think we're, that's we're having a conversation. That's all yeah. we're doing. Clearly, it's gotten so heated, it's come to me. And I've got to, I've got to, I've got to arbitrate, Brady. I'm a mediator now. We've got to get those shirts printed up. Your boy's at it again. There's oh, yeah. nothing better. <laughs> yeah, your boy's at it again. There he goes. And another thing. That's what your, every one of your uh, Instagram or tweets or whatever should start with. Ellipsis and... And another thing. They did for a while after <laughs> yeah. that first time that happened. Boy's at it again. Said, be prepared. Your boy's about to be at it Who's again. Who's got that kind of time? Like, to just go, I'm going to talk to Toledo about the economy for right. a minute. Like, what the hell sparks that between uh, the two something, of you? Something that happened on Friday. We were talking about uh, one of the, our topics. Uh, um, what were we talking about? Just and you said you, like, the, the audit results. And then we talked about inflation and, and interruptions in supply because you were talking you about did. doing the no 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 you were about the mask coming back again. Oh yeah, yeah. And I all think that. that's happening. I'm not saying how I'm that a fan can of affect it. the economy. Like, I'm not. We, a, none of us said we're fans. Yeah, of I'm not a huge fan of like Toledo and the Socialist Party that he runs around with. <laughs> Those dirty commies. But March I, with I, me. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just saying. Toledo <laughs> Sanders. I'm saying it's coming. I'm not exactly. Toledo. <laughs> uh, don't let them fight you there, uh, Richard. You stand your ground. Against this, you are out of the garden, and you should be. Somebody needs to be out of the around here. That's the new picture. We got Toledo with some mittens on. I'll, get the, I'll, I'll send you a pair of freshly knitted mittens, and then you won't be able to use your computer because you'll be in mittens. It's the deterrent for being at it again. Leah's a lovely person. You don't know that. I don't. You just told her to kiss your yeah. ass. Yeah. That doesn't mean she can't be a lovely person and kiss my ass at the same time. It's great stuff. Well, Leah, I'm sorry that you and Toledo You're spent your week person, bro. arguing about the economy for no reason at all. I argue about good stuff, like getting rid of this goddamn girl skateboarding. <laughs> <laughs> Pointless nonsense. Come on. Silly. Anyway, I'm trying to uh, sort it all out. All right, you guys have to have your questions ready and get ready for it. We're ready to go with little Johnny Girl. Okay. You got any ready? Right. Yeah, I don't know. You guys can Well, we'll shop. You can get the question. Yeah, yeah you yeah, right. I'll do the shopping. Brady will do the questioning. And we'll find out what uh, Johnny Girl holds today. Uh, the prizes are taken right off of uh, the websites for ads and as seen on TV, Home Shopping Network, QVC. If I win with you, listener, we will be a team. We both get the prize. Toledo and uh, one of his listeners... Got there uh, what a week ago or so. Thoughts and prayers basket. One of the socialists. You all, you got uh, death baskets, got morning baskets. That's what are, all socialists should get, Johnny. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> death to you and your communist party leader. Here's some bread. <laughs> Here, getting your bread lines because that's that's what you want. <laughs> Mister hate success. Tax them all. Oh, yeah, next time you get a raise, why don't you just hand it over? <laughs> but Leah's right. My boy's at it again. I love that uh, you got tattled on, too. It's even better. 
you get told on. And that's what made you mad. So I'm sure you're going to fire back. All right, Leah, if we're going to have a conversation, you can't go to no, job. I didn't say anything about You should, it. though. Because that's what socialism I've, I've is. I said it right here. She's Everybody listening. knows. I know. I liked it. I'm telling her, and she probably said, kiss my ass. <laughs> <laughs> she should say that, right. too. And then kiss everyone's ass because you got to make it even in socialism. Oh, that's right. <laughs> you kiss my ass, i got to kiss everybody's ass. Uh, I'm ready. Johnny Grow. We'll see what the prizes are. We'll do that uh, in just moments. I need a, I need a, a partner. 585-9800. Don't care what you are. Just be uh, the partner that wants to win. And we'll find out what we're playing for in a little bit. We get five questions right. Is that how we're doing it? I don't remember. Three or five. We did five. Right. Okay, yeah, five, five questions. Five is the magic number. Five questions correct. And we will win prizes for my birthday. You get my birthday present prizes. Uh, today it's eight twenty seven five eight five nine eight hundred. Johnny Gross next. Three days grace right there. I hate everything about you, which couldn't be less true. And I do have to say before we uh, get it on that the uh, uh, one of our regular listeners just emailed me and said, uh, Brady, this man used to try to get you and to be in incredible shape. Tom says his wife and I are heading uh, heading off to Florida. Uh, HMS is one of the few things I feel like I'm leaving behind. I'm going to be a loyal listener from Florida, but it feels different, so I wanted to simply say thank you from the bottom of my heart for the years and the shout-outs. As silly as it sounds, uh, Homework's Morning Sickness has been a giant part of my growth and life while in Arizona. Uh, thank you doesn't seem like enough. Anyway, thank you, uh, Tom. Tom Oak. Well, we will certainly miss Tom. He's been around for a long time. Head to Disney World. That's right. He's heading out to the world of Disney. Uh... Yeah, that's no good, but enjoy us uh, in Florida on that uh, application. Wherever you are, you can enjoy the morning show, and you can do it starting at uh, a reasonable hour, like 9 o'clock in the morning would be great to start the show. Trip was in Hawaii and listened to us at 2.30 in the morning. Show's different. Not nearly as good at 2 a.m. It's awful, actually. Uh, let's get it ready. Uh, you guys have it all straightened out? We know what we're doing here? Close enough. Are you sure about all that? Let's make it happen. All right. Here's my little happy music here. It is uh, 8.39. It is time for Johnny Graw. That's right. It's my birthday. And that means uh, the boys will quiz us. You, listener, and me as a team will be quizzed by Brady for prizes that the uh, gentlemen have come up with after looking at Home Shopping Network currently on the, uh, what is this one, QVC, Attitudes by Renee. The Como jersey printed tunic, which actually, not so bad. Looks like a comfy little bed shirt. I'm going to need the double XL. It comes all the way up to 3X. Lady shirts and 3X. Mm. That's a big one. That's a big lady. A lot of fun. Are they? What do you mean? I've heard. Driving back and forth to their heart medicine and their doctor's visits. That's later. (laughs) Oh, it's usually right on the point when you hit 3X as a woman. Pretty sure you should probably get an EKG that day. Boys at it again. Uh, oh, now they got, oh, women with controlled jogger pants. These are nice. Take some of those. Those are 14 bucks. Uh, what kind of prizes do you have over there, Richard? Well, Johnny, we've got currently the Bell & Howell double-sided alien mounting tape up for oh, grabs today. I like that. I like that a lot. Tape anywhere. Four rolls of tape each at 10 foot in length. 40 foot in total. Of alien mounting tape, John. Each roll is 10 feet? Yep. And you only need, like, a little square of that stuff. That's just some sort of toxic poison. Trying to find the current price right now. Oh, $19.95, John, or three easy flex pay payments of $6.65. That's very good. All right. I'll take that. Uh, The alien tape is not a bad one. And, whoops, I'm sorry. What else you got? 
Also up for grabs, the Hey Play Giant Wooden Yard Dice with Carrying Case. Giant Yard Dice? I want that. 3117 on sale now at QVC.com. We can roll bones in the backyard. (laughs) Giant bones. I don't even know how to play dice, but I'd be rolling them. Another okay, item I'll up. have Winston over. He'll teach me. Another item up for grabs, the Kringle Express oversized pop-up illuminated character for Christmas. Your choice of a Christmas character that is three feet tall. What is it? Popped up out of what? Uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> got reindeer, snowmen. Well, you're selling us. Chris Kringle. You just put water on a sponge? Or? One of those you can choose from. And they're just inflatables? Nope, not inflatables. They up. are dolls, basically. Oh, okay. Giant Thanks. three foot <laughs> Christmas dolls. dolls. How much are those? Uh, those are forty one ninety five. Look at Ooh. this turd necklace that's on the Whoa. screen now. Oh Jeez, wow! Please made a real dog food. Get that one. It's fifty seven bucks. That's on the list. Let's forget that. One. The resin link necklace. Here's one that Brett found: the Easy Feet. No more bending to clean your feet. Toe scrubber. <laughs> oh, you <laughs> put it on the ground and you just scuffle it your feet to around. the bottom of your shower. Apparently, oh, nothing says classy with those nice. things stuck to the bottom of your awesome shower. <laughs> I'll take that. How about the Skeeter Tornado? Stop mosquitoes with a vacuum action. Yeah, Skeeter Tornado. Actually, because need they're that. flaring up right now. Especially actually, now, yeah. I need that. Got the good rain, nice weather. And apparently this is one of Brett's favorites from last week. Yeah, right I wanted laces. somebody to win those. The light-up laces. <laughs> well, I've got this new uh, black guy tennis shoe collection. Exactly. It's so perfect. perfect for me. I like that one as well. We got the tunic here, too, Still, And the tunic is on the line. Yes, we got the tunic. All right. Oh, yeah, we go. I know you guys got John some good pride in there. I didn't mind the tunic. That lady looks nice in the tunic. She's on TV right now. Uh, all right, are we ready? Do you got people on the line ready we to do. play? Brady, have your questions uh, at hand? Yeah. Any particular theme you're going for today, Brady? Um, fifth grade trivia okay. and movies okay. and Beautiful. music. All right, let's go with it. Who's on all the right. line? We got Drake. Drake, are you there? I am. Drake, tell me happy birthday. Happy birthday, Johnny. Thank you very much. When's your birthday, Drake? Uh, next month. Okay. How old will you be? I'll be 25. Nice job, Drake. Well done. What do you do for money? Oh, uh, I work for the county, road maintenance. Oh, you're taking out. Oh, you're having a fun weekend, huh? Oh, yeah. Okay. Nice storm damage for us. Nice work. All right, well, let's keep it up. Let's. Uh, we're a team here is what we're playing for. Is I'm going to draw from the pile of prizes right here. I've drawn... Right away, the uh, the Kringle Express oversized pop-up illuminated Christmas character. Uh, nice. I don't know what this is, but we get Christmas characters in July because that's what... Oh, that's what I've always wanted. Me too, Drake. <laughs> it's me and you both. All right, let's uh, let's do this. Drake, you and I will uh, will convene over the over the answer. Brady, ask us a question. Let's start off with an easy one. Okay. Count the number of eyes in Mississippi River. Okay. Oh, in Mississippi River. Oh, I can't do it. Oh, um. <laughs> Both I've, of you? I've got four. Hold on. Hold on. No, I got. I have five. No, five. That's five. River. Five. That's the word river. Final answer? Yep. Yeah, I'm yes, five. Five wow, is the correct. answer. Correct. Yeah, we're going five. I gave you a long time. Yeah, no, I'll settle down. <laughs> That's one. All right, That's nice job, Drake. Yeah, I know, and it's, it screws you up with something going on in the background. What, what kind of gas is in the Goodyear blimp? Oh, there's two kinds, aren't there? Because it's not full helium. Oh, oh man. I don't uh, think it's a full helium thing. It's not. Is it hydrogen? It's going to be something like nitrogen. 
You think it's nitrogen? Wouldn't that freeze? I don't know science. I don't, I don't know how blimp works. I don't know how blimp works. Yeah. <laughs> I know how no blimp works, player. Come on, man. I'm no blimp expert. Well, none of us are. That's why it's a question, Drew. Five seconds. Uh, I, I want to go with the easiest possible one. I know it's not right. Yeah, yeah, let's go with whatever you think. I think helium would probably be my best guess because it's got to be the most Final prom, answer? I'll say yeah, final answer. Correct. Final yeah, answer. it's the wow. one that floats. Hydrogen blows up. All right. We're two for two, my friend. We hey, might get us go. some Christmas characters. All right, here we Who go. Who directed The Hunger Games? Wow. I'll give you some choice. Okay. James oh, Cameron. Yeah, I like choice. No. Gary Ross, Steven Spielberg, Fergal Riley. <laughs> it's Gary Ross or Fergal Riley. <laughs> uh, it's Gary Ross. He says Gary Ross. I'm going to let Drake answer one. Correct. Yes. We're killing it, Drake. That's three. There we go. How many of these do we have to do? Five. We're okay. almost we're almost there, Drake. We're getting there. You're gonna get that Christmas character if we keep this up. All right, ready? Go ahead. Who eats the fish called Wanda and a fish called Wanda? Uh, well, that's Kevin Klein's character eats the fish, uh, and that is Otto. Final answer? Yes. Correct. Of course it is. Yes. Thank you very much. Oh, you boys are about to buy <laughs> me and Drake some Christmas presents, and we got three other people in the line. Brady's gonna try to go oh, tough okay. on us here. All right, Drake, let's do this right off the bat. Here we go. Let me find the one I was looking for. Come on, Brady. Come on, Brady. You don't have all day to search one out either. You should have been prepared. Let's do this. Here we go. Which composer was the first to put a trombone in all symphony? Uh, Beethoven, Bach, or Brahms? Ooh. Beethoven. Oh. Come on. Dig deep into that extensive. Jeez, Louise. My, My incredible composer knowledge. I'll, I feel like it's that last one. Brahms, I think he's more string-based. Uh, Beethoven did a buttload of horns. He also well, did a we, ton of We can go Beethoven. I don't know. I don't know if he did trombone. I don't know a whole lot about the trombone history. I don't either. <laughs> so we, you thought Brahms, I thought Beethoven, which means it's going to be Bach. <laughs> Probably. You want to go Bach? Time. All right, Bach it is. Incorrect. Oh, Beethoven. Damn it. Thank Christ. I'm so sorry. Oh, You're so close. Can't even get it. No, you get nothing. Sorry, sorry Drake. Sorry, Drake. You're out of here. Five for five. Damn it. I was Thought right. You Thought you had it. Oh, and I used actual, like, smarts to, yep. to break yeah, it down. Did. And I'm like, well, the only one I'm not thinking about is the guy who probably is. I don't know. Ah, it's Beethoven, damn it. All right. Uh, who's next? Gabriel. Son of a. I was hoping to go four for four with prizes. Gabriel, are you there? Yes, sir. Are you ready? Yes, sir. I'll, I'll try to do my best. That's right. How do we start <laughs> this phone call, Gabriel? Happy birthday, Johnny. That's goddamn right. Yeah, you too, Gabriel. When's your birthday? January 21st. All right. So, How old are you? I am 40 with no kids. No, yeah. Good on you. Yeah. Congratulations. Success. Listen to the joy in his You're voice. Kid, but no children. So life is... Oh, yes. the, the light-up shoelaces. We All got right. the light-up shoelaces. Oh, nice. Do you, uh, Gabriel, you sound like a POC. Do you have cool shoes? 
Of course I do. I got some Air Maxes. <laughs> oh, nice. You got the Air Maxes going. Very nice. All right, we'll get some light-up shoelaces for those and make it so we can run around at night and commit crimes. All right, here we go, Brady. Me and Gabriel. Which of these was Roy Orbison's nickname? Old Blue Eyes? No. The Big O? Blue. The Pelvis? <laughs> Burly Chassis? Oh, man. All right, wow. it's, 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 uh, it's the Big O <laughs> or the Burly Chassis? The yeah. Big Bopper and the Big O? Mm. I know it's not the pelvis, because Elvis the pelvis. Well, the first one was... Old Blue Eyes. Old Blue Eyes. Wait, no, no, no. I think we got that for you. So it's either the burly chassis, <laughs> which something Elvis probably called them, because they toured together. And the Big O. What do you want to go yeah, with, Gabriel? What do you like? I'm leaning to the big old, but that's Oliver I, Miller. I, I like that too. Well, then maybe. Well, Roy got it before Oliver Miller. I do like that you're you're saying that they wouldn't have shared that. I'm going to go with the big O too. I like that. Let's do that, Gabriel. Correct. The big O is correct. Well done, Gabriel. Nice. Talk to me to that. One. Number two. What nationality is the singer Bjork? She's from Iceland. Bjork. Final answer. Doesn't sound like Gabriel's jibing with you. You, you. Isn't she Icelandic? I don't think he knows who Bjork is. She's a lady dressed like a goose. <laughs> you like that answer? Yeah, I'll go with you. We'll go with Iceland. Correct! That's exactly right. She's Icelandic. All right, that two for two, Gabriel. We're doing pretty good. Those Jordans are going to look good in those light-up yeah, places. Yeah, gonna, I, I will wrap up my Jordan ones. <laughs> I will get my Jordan ones in the light-ups. <laughs> what color is Mike in the film Monsters, Inc.? Uh, Pink, blue, brown, green. Mike is green. Mike is the Billy Crystal one. We're going for green. Is he green? There's John Goodman green, and he's blue. Monsters Five up. seconds. We'll go. I'll go with Gabriel. Green. Final answer. Yeah. Correct. Nice, Gabriel. Yeah. Well done. Three for three. Two more. Here we go. Who directed the movie Iron Man 3? John Favreau, Shane Black, John McTiernan, Joss Whedon. So Favreau was an executive producer on all those. Right. I should know this. You should know this. Dang it. Uh, Google faster. (laughs) Joss Whedon might be a good answer, but... By the third one. Five seconds? No, five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> who were the other birthday. who were the other two? John McTiernan, Shane Black. It's gonna be it's gonna be the note. Let's go with Whedon. Yeah, we'll go with you. All right. Final answer? Yes, final answer. Incorrect. Ah, Shane Black. Oh, I've never, never heard of him. No name. no name, nothing, and a terrible movie. I should have known better. Is it an awful movie? <laughs> ah, sorry about that, Gabriel. Have a great birthday in January. Damn it. All right, next. Uh, President John. Oh, here we go. This will be good. This ain't no losing. John, are you there? Hey, what's going on, Homebird? How you doing, Happy man? Birthday, man? Thank you very much. When's your birthday? Uh, January. In January also, hey, okay. It's a, long, it's a long ways away. Yeah, you got a little bit. will be here before you know it. How old will you be in January? Uh, 
37. 37. Getting old, Homebird. That's right. I, I look 21. I look 21 because of the black, but yeah, but you're I'm only 37. Gonna, yeah, but you're only going to make it to 60 because of the black. That diabetes is going to eat you alive. Yeah, <laughs> diabetes got me. Do you have it already? Well, it's going to happen. <laughs> if he doesn't hey, get shot, Kool-Aid he's getting drink, diabetes. It's been a happen. <laughs> yeah. hey, with all the Kool-Aid I drink, it's been a happen. <laughs> it's been a happen. <laughs> all right. We're playing. Oh, come on. You give us the tunic? <laughs> you just handed this to me. I didn't even get to draw. I did not. I, you drew it. <laughs> I did not. You, you just, did too. Right. Did I fan him out? Or yeah, did he was fan. Legit. We're playing for the uh, Attitudes by Renee Como jersey printed tunics for ladies. All right, we'll get this. And four, you asked for this, by the way. $40. I know. I didn't think we'd draw it. Oh, turn your radio down, John. Jesus. All right, here we go. You're not a rookie. Let's do this. President John and I. What is the name of Quint's boat in Jaws? Quint's boat. Well, the first one's the SS Indianapolis. Uh, oh, it was uh, Orca? No. It wasn't the Orca? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, the Orca. Yeah, yeah. It's the Orca. Yeah. yeah. Correct. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Correct. Thank you very much. Yeah. Oh, baby. That's one. Got that one, John. Who played the male right. lead in the 2013 film Gravity? Gravity? I don't remember that one. Oh, I think Jeez, I don't even George Clooney, that. Brad Pitt, Matt Damon, Ben Affleck. Oh, Matt geez. Damon. Gravity. Gravity was that just absolute crap movie with, uh, who was it again? Wasn't that Matt Damon in there? Who were the names again? George Clooney, Brad Pitt, Matt Damon, Ben Affleck. I think it's Clooney. Is, isn't that the one I'm where he and Sandra Bullock go floating around in space together? I think it's Clooney. It's Clooney. Final answer? Yeah. I'm going to go with Correct. Clooney. Yeah, it's Clooney. Yeah. That's that one they, and then one of them dies out there in space. We're killing it, President. All right. He was in one of those space movies, too, though, right? Yeah, they all did. Yeah. He was in the Mars. Mars. Okay. Martian. okay. And then McConaughey did that Martian. one. And, and uh, then Brad Pitt looked for Tommy Lee Jones in space for a while. <laughs> Terrible movies. All right, hit it. Go ahead. Who played Jake Blues in the 1980 film The Blues Brothers? Hold on. Of course, the black guy's talking during the show. That's it. You calm down, it's not a movie. <laughs> <laughs> Ask again. <laughs> Who played Jake Blues in the 1980 film The Blues Brothers? In 1980. Yeah. Oh, come on, man. I wasn't even born yet. <laughs> well, it doesn't mean you don't know things before you were born. All right. Jake and Elwood Blues. John, I'm going to lean on you, Yeah, I'm, I'm working it out. I'm trying to remember the scene where they called each other by name. I think I think Dan Aykroyd was Jake. I think Dan Aykroyd was Jake. It's a 50-50 here. I'll go with Dan Aykroyd. Incorrect. Ah, John was Belushi. Damn it. Son of a harmonic. The main actor in the movie. Yeah, well, there's both of them. <laughs> they were both the main actors. Now, don't start in like you knew everything. You just, the first words out of your mouth was, that was before I was born. I'm going to start hearing about how you knew who was in it. <laughs> All right, nice try. We were, we, were lean. yeah. we were leaning on you, John. Yeah, go back to bed for a couple hours. You're up way too early. Hey, tell Toledo. Tell my son I said hi. All right. <laughs> Thanks, Pop. <laughs> Thanks, Pop. See you later. There you go. John, damn it. Man, I thought you'd have that. I, don't, I never liked the Blues Brothers. I think it's one of really? the most overrated movies of all time. It's just, it's you not know, that fun. It's a classic. 
I it's a it. classic because people say it is. It's not that good. And the amount of cars wreck. Oh. The, the songs are good, yeah. but the movie itself is just stupid. They have a couple of great lines, but for the, you watch it again, you're like, this is terrible. I love it. Really? Oh, yeah. Me too. Yeah. It's a Chicago thing. The music's good. That's Uh-oh, set, there I, you go. Oh, I got the tumbling dice. The giant wooden yard <laughs> dice. Yard dice. Oh, this is great. Look at the size of these. This is and you can, awesome. You can roll them in the lawn? Be playing Yahtzee every day. Giant Yahtzee is at my house. Invite only. Don't get excited. <laughs> I might be playing alone a lot. Not necessarily going to have people over. It doesn't mean anything. Just I enjoy toys, and I like to play alone. Maybe have that Greek guinea over. They always say I might have that over. Just the lesbian and the guinea will roll the dice in the backyard. Uh, all right, don't who's block. on the line? We're rolling blind. It could be Robert Knox Jr., but we don't know. Robert, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. All right. Turn your radio down, Robert Knox, or have that lady stop yelling at you. Yep. All right. Here we go. Yep. Uh, well, how do you start a phone call today? By hanging up. No, I think he's still there. Robert, are you there? What's going on? Oh, he's eating his phone or something. <laughs> I'm doing good. Gotta tell how you guys shut up. Hey, how do you uh, how do you start a phone call today? Robert, do you know how phones work? Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Robert's you got to answer the question. He's gone. I agree. All right, next guy. Uh, there's Michelle. Oh, good. Michelle, are you what? there? It's a girl. Oh, that means we only have to get three right. Really? Yeah, because women get a uh, break. You earn 70% of our dollars, so you get a little extra do- uh, dough. Why? Why do you think it's a man? Happy birthday to you. No, it's not. <laughs> Thank Happy you, Michelle. Happy birthday to you. Go on. Peyton. Keep going. <laughs> what? Keep singing. No, I think Michelle's the uh, the oh. ex-phone sex operator. Happy birthday. Uh-huh, uh-huh. See? Happy oh, yeah. oh, okay. Let's, let's play a different game real quick. Yeah. <laughs> Michelle, it's my birthday, and I just called up. How does this work? Um, I hear you're the birthday boy. Do you have your birthday suit ready? Yeah, I do. You sound a little like a little girl. I don't like that too much. Yeah, that's a oh. little creepy. Well, tweet your own. I like old black ladies. But it's your birthday, so you get whatever you want. Well, that's why I'm calling you. <laughs> you got to play the game. I just called your phone sex line. It's my birthday. Okay. Go. Okay. I'm John. It's my Hello. birthday. Hello. Hi. Who's this? Hi, John. Hi. This is This is Miss Michelle. Hi, Miss Michelle. How are you? I'm all right. Mwah. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Damn. Hey, I got a few friends on the line. I hope you don't mind. That's 49 spanking. Bend over. Been a naughty boy. Mm, You got to be careful. I got a couple of weeping sores. (laughs) Ew. (laughs) Yeah. That's why I have to make phone calls. I can't be with people. Okay. All right. All right, Michelle. That's solid. I like that. You don't do that anymore? No, no, no. What's the uh, weirdest? Go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. I was going to say, what's like the weirdest request? Oh, for Christ's sake. What's the weirdest request you ever had? Um, keep it to clean. say everything with the letter V. Like my name had to be Vivian. And uh-huh. I had a very, very tight the JJ. Oh, oh. And you just tell them that over the phone. Yeah. How long does each guy and last the tips on the phone? Are huge, yeah, what, is, what is the uh, <laughs> what is the average dude on the phone <laughs> before he's like, all right, I got to go? <laughs> Well, for me, it was about 20 minutes. No kidding. You can get a guy going in 20 minutes. Yeah. No kidding. Did you have like well, a... Well, yeah. some could be like two minutes and some could be like four hours, but the average about 20 minutes. And the goal is talk slow, keep them on the line forever. 
Yeah, well, not necessarily because you know you want them to call back. So you want to give, you want to make sure they're happy no matter what, uh, whether it's quick or long. Repeat or, customers. Four hours. Four hours. Yeah. Imagine how much that call cost. Why didn't you just give Larry they, they your number? That guy off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just why, why don't you just uh, offer Larry dinner? Every time, like, does he still call? It's like that family that comes in the restaurant no one wants to wait on. Right. Four-hour guys oh, on. this guy. Mr. I had a 13-hour call was my longest. No, what did he put, numbing solution on the thing? That's pointless. Uh, no, he was beating himself with a sneaker, and I made him sing Neil Diamond for two hours. Oh, what do you do during this? It is Larry. I colored, watched Breaking Bad, The Twilight Zone. No kidding, so you just kind um, of kept shop. yourself busy. You never really got into it? Yeah. Are you still there? I'm not going to say I'm not going to say that. It just depends. It was a different connection with everybody. No kidding. All right. Well, thank you. Happy birthday. Yeah. When's, your birth- When's your birthday? April 30th. April 30th. All right. How old will you be? Yeah. I will be the big 5-0. Oh, no kidding. Me and you are next year. We're both 50. Right. I'm older than you, John. Yeah, you're older okay. by about eight months. Totally expired. You have to do it all on the phone. <laughs> okay. It's like all right. Here we go. It's like, yeah, it's like a big old uh, thing of curdled milk. Ew. <laughs> or I should say zertled zilk. All right, here we go, Brady. Uh, no, zertled zilk. That is kind of hot. I kind of like that. All right, go ahead. <laughs> let's answer these properly. Four Weddings and a Funeral was released in what year? 2003, 1989, 1999, 1994. Which one? Four Weddings and a Funeral. There were two of them. Not a one and two. There was a black one and there was a white one. Okay. The one well, with uh, the original? The white one. The, all right. <laughs> Brady's always asking white trivia. Four weddings and a funeral. Uh, what were the uh, things again? Uh, 2003, 1989, 1999, 1994. I, I'm pretty sure it was 89 because I think I saw that in high school. I'm going to say 89 as well because I don't remember that. And that was when uh, that, that uh, Allie McDowell, whatever her name was. Andy McDowell. Andy McDowell was kind of hot. Andy so McDowell, I'll say 89. Yeah. Okay. 1994. It was 94. Damn it, Michelle. Where were you on a girl movie? Son of a bitch. All right. Well, you got to go. Thanks for calling. Bye. We get to hang up on you now. All right. You want to do one more? One more. Want to get one in? Got to get a prize. Come on. Yeah. I wanted them rolling dice. Give me another shot at the dice. All right. I had a girl with me. It was totally unfair. We had no Back on the board. All right. Go ahead. All right. Well, hang on. Last one. Well, we can try Robert Knox again, or we can wait for another call. Try him again. All right. Let's see if he does it this time. Mr. Knox, are you there? I am here. Turn your radio down and pay attention this time. Bad start. I'm trying. All right. How, All right. How, do you, on, how do you start a phone call today? Uh, by congratulations. All right, that's it. That's, that's it. Sorry, Robert. That's it. Never mind. <laughs> He's even that emailed me. That phone's a disaster. <laughs> He's even emailed me. I failed, man. I got another one. All right, go. One All more. Right. This, is, uh, this is Jesse, I think. Jesse, are you there? This is me, Johnny. How you doing? I'm good. How do we start a phone call today, Jesse? Happy birthday, Chancellor. That's right. That's right. I like your attitude. When's your birthday? December 1st. Okay, you're right around the corner. All right, here we go. Uh, Brady, let's knock him out. Let's get the... Well, we're playing for them rolling dice. Yeah. All right, here we go. You can hang him from your uh, windshield, Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> I assume. I assume. Am I wrong? <laughs> not from where yeah, I most, said... most Mexicans are named Jesse. Is that not right? Not right for me. You're, are you Mexican? No, I'm Scottish. Scottish Jesse? Yep. Well, don't forget, oh, we got happened. Mexican Shannon. Oh, that's true. So. All right, we got to swap you two back out. There's been a glitch in the Matrix. All right, sorry about that. We can still hang him from your windshield. 
the day you can afford a car. Because the Scotsman doesn't have a car. He's got to ride in the bus. All right, here we go. Here we go. In which decade was the classic movie Casablanca released? The 40s, 50s, 60s, Damn. 90s. Well, it would have to be World War II was going on. Uh, I'm going to say late 40s. What do you think? That might even be like Yeah, that. yeah. I'll go with that. Correct. Yeah, okay, there you go. What year was it? 40s. All of them? It just said what oh, decade. Oh, it didn't give you an actual year. All right, 40s is right. Who was Scarlett's first husband who died in the Civil War and Gone with the Wind? Rhett Butler, Charles Hamilton, Brett Tarleton, Bo Wilkes. Well, Rhett yeah, Butler, that, that was Clark Gable, so he was in it. Bo Wilkes seems like a name that would work for that, but it seems too modern. So I'd say the Tarleton guy. Who's the other one? Rhett Butler, Charles Hamilton. Charles Hamilton. Brent Tarleton, Bo Wilkes. All right, I'll go with the Hamilton guy. It's just the simplest name. You like that? Final answer. You want to go with that, Jesse? I'd say Rhett Butler. No, Rhett Butler was uh, Clark Gable. We already know he was alive in the movie. Overruled. I'm not going with that. What are you guys going with? Get together. Give me the Hamilton Get together. Just moving on. Correct. Of course I'm correct. Thank you. Rip Butler was the other guy. Okay. That was a complete crapshoot right there. No clue. I didn't even know she had a first uh, husband. In which Batman movie does Heath Ledger play the Joker? Batman Begins, The Dark Knight. The The Dark Dark Knight. The Dark Knight. The Dark Dark Knight. Knight. It is The Dark Knight. Me and Jesse are sure. Correct. Three for three, Jesse. We're rolling now. What is the name of the rabbit when Donnie keeps seeing uh, keeps seeing in Donnie Darko? <laughs> Start of that oh. not a question. What is the name of the rabbit that Donnie keeps seeing in Donnie Darko? Do you have some choices? Uh-huh. Craig, Ralph, Frank, David. Donnie Darko questions. This oh, is oh, man, people in Donnie Darko mm-hmm. wouldn't know this. <laughs> It's Frank. It's got to be says Frank. We'll go with Frank. Frank is correct. Yes, nice, Jesse. For the tumbling dice, Brady. For the tumbling dice. Here we go. What is the first sense that a human fetus develops inside its mother's womb? <laughs> the first sense it picks up. <laughs> yes. What a one in six chance. Uh, well, all right, Jesse. Let's let's think this out. It's not going to smell anything because it's in right. water. Uh, its eyes aren't developed yet, so it's probably going to see it. Probably hears and feels. You so wouldn't think. The touch, maybe sense of touch. I was thinking touch. That's That makes the most sense to me because it's before it's got eyes or any developed stuff. And, and oh, they're not eating anything. There's no, no taste. taste. Yeah. It's got to be touch. I think touch. We're going to go with touch. Final answer? Is that it, Jesse? It's our final answer? I'm saying touch. We're in on touch. I'm just looking for some touch. Yes! Uh-huh. Nice. Winner, ticket winner. We got him! So much better than the death basket. <laughs> All right, Jesse, hold on a second. Get to play with Tumbling Dice, you Scottish bastard. Right, hold on. Need 25 bucks from each of you. Well done. Are they uh, 31 17 oh, a piece? Why are they paying 25 of them? Oh, because you, you got two of them. Two. That's right. Those dice are going to be an awesome delivery, too. No problem, Plato. I'll get you that money right away. <laughs> Gonna call in some favors. Tab. <laughs> nice. Just treat it like Hooters. It walks the other way. <laughs> That's great. Each one of you pays. It still doesn't add up. 
Well, he's fi- figuring uh, tax and shipping. Man, Each of you should. Right do- oh, I see. Okay. And just I average. I going to say 20. All right. Either way. That's probably about I'll give him 20. 25 apiece. That's it. Me and Jesse got them dice. Brett, see how great this could be in a couple weeks? Your birthday's Man, coming up. Wait. You might get a prize, too. And we got a phone sex operator to boot. This has been a great birthday. Uh, I got prizes. It's 909. Congratulations to Jesse and no one else. It's 98. For you, Sponge. It's nine twenty-seven. Uh, I have a. I, before I forget this, uh, we are. I'm supposed to have a, a meeting today with uh, Kevin Rowe yeah. of Learner and Rowe, and I just uh, got an email actually, which we were talking about off right. here, about how incredibly successful that backpack thing was the other day. And despite <laughs> Brett, who was on his way over there, but they bailed out like they were out of backpack yeah they ran out it was such a huge thing so uh, i got halfway there and randall's like turn it around okay so to anybody who looks at them and says oh these lawyers yeah uh these guys are awesome so the learner and road gives back thing was amazing and they blew out of those backpacks so fast so thanks to everybody who helped out both directions and again keep your eyes open at uh, learner and row givesback.com for their next thing and i'll talk to kevin today about some stuff but uh and see what they've got going but it was pretty awesome and brett was on his way out there and they're like, we're out. There's nothing to do. I mean, you can come out here or you don't have to, but it was pretty great. So congratulations to those guys. I like to mention those kind of things when uh, charity events go well. I don't care what. And it was KDKB. It was our sister station that was there earlier in the day, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. They, I mean, were, they, they were there for us. They were, look, that's all for good. So when it's for good things, I don't, I, I'm don't. i not competitive when it comes right. to no, absolutely. that kind of stuff. Uh, I mean, they, they, if, they can, if they can win out with KDKB helping them out, my God, imagine what would have happened with a real station. They're huge. But like I say, I'm not competitive. I don't want. No, no. I don't want to bash them. All eight of their listeners must have shown up like thirty or forty times over again. But <laughs> no, it's pretty great. So, uh, so congrats to Learner and Rome. They're good dudes, uh, top to bottom. They they make the community better. So, just wanted to say that real quick before, and then uh, maybe now Kevin will buy me lunch for this uh, lovely nice. little promotion. And you'll get paid if you're in an accident. <laughs> and also that. I mean, yeah. I don't want to you know, kind of minimize it. I mean, cheapened it a little bit, Brady, but okay, whatever. <laughs> that was a nice moment. You kind of cheapened it, but okay, okay. There's that. What? There's what also Brady, dude. Also the basic business of everything. <laughs> yo, you get some payments, yo. You got to get paid. You got to get paid, player. Also great charity work. <laughs> uh, it is time now for Brady to solve all the world's problems. We call this What Would Brady Do? And clearly, he'd get paid, yo. <laughs> Uh, it's, it's brought to you by our friends at M&P Guns over there at 12th Street and Indian School. If you want to head on over there, my goodness, then I suggest uh, you do it. They still got their moving sale. They're moving. Too. Yeah, yeah, they're still moving, and they're moving slow. I rode by there on my bike. I was coming back from yeah. downtown. I rode my bike back home from downtown and uh, saw it, and I'm like, man, they got a lot going on. But they're going to have to do some moving. So then instead of moving merchandise, they're trying to move it into your hands so they don't have to lift. Yeah, up to Smart. 35 up to 35% off, and we'll buy our own set on a few things. Wow. Like, yeah, all right. Geez. That's fantastic. So get all over that deal. Uh, MMP Guns is right there on 12th Street and Indian School. For all your firearm needs, look no further. What I got here? Okay. Ready, Brady? Ready. Oh, wait. This is done. I'm going to say got a couple of them because we're late. Here we go. Dear Brady, my kids are 13 and 11 years old. At what age should I let them cuss? I know they're doing it. Uh, I still reprimand him, and it's getting silly. Bobby, what age? Your kid's right in the middle of that. Yeah, she, she, cuss? she hears it all. She's not really uh, much of a cusser. No. But her friends do. She has plenty of friends. That do you do. allow that in the house, the friends to cuss? Um, No, we really haven't. You never heard that, it? No, there haven't been that many friends over. 
I mean, we're oh. still kind of lockdown mode. They're they're all now on, you know, in their chat groups and stuff like that. Probably sure loaded with because we found right. out when Toledo's kid was about twelve or thirteen that BBC stuff was getting floated around <laughs> and the cussing was nonstop. But in the house, I no 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 cussing. Now, yeah. if Kirby cussed, would you allow it? Like, um, she goes, "Hey, what the f- is going on over here, you old I'd, pirate?" I'd be upset with that. Yeah, yeah? no. So you're not going to knock talk, it off. Like, don't talk yeah. like a whore. Yep. Yeah. Not around just, your parents. That's right. Just out of uh, respect. I don't disagree with that. So you don't. What What is a proper age to start letting them become uh, more adult? I guess with their my language? feeling is, uh, at this age, they are hearing it. Oh yeah, and saying. But but it's it's up to her because I actually have a talk with uh, Kirby about that. And she just kind of says, you know, and also I'm her dad, so maybe that's a little. She's like, I'm not really a big cusser, not yet, yeah, but one like of my friends do it, and I'm I'm okay. That's their choice, right? Um, and I kind of said, well, that's how I was kind of growing up too, Same. and a lot had to do with probably my parents just saying, if I don't cuss around my parents, then I wasn't allowed you know. to cuss in the house. Yep, I never even tested it. No. I didn't cuss much till I was about eighteen, nineteen, even generally. I wasn't much of a cusser. Probably, uh, probably my senior year of high school, I started getting let fly a little. It was uh, kind of more of, a, you know, formal type of deal, or just, you know, not only respect, or you, yeah. you just don't talk that way. Yeah, I remember working at Tony Roma's. Everybody did it, and I remember the day I kind of said, "I'm going to start saying the f word a lot." I'm gonna, I, I just remember just you're getting, all in. Huh? I just kind of like I'm going to start saying it more. I was probably seventeen. And again, it depends on you know the room and the place right. where you're at. If uh, you know if you're going in for a job, at, sure uh, you don't want to start throwing the bombs. <laughs> right. You got to know better when to. <laughs> but it's funny out. we've kind of lost that. Yeah, there, there are, are some, some people, people who... I don't really realize that or say what's the, you know. So you think it's just fine that this 13 or 11 year old, no cussing. You get in trouble for cussing yeah. still because mom and dad. You want to cuss around your friends and stuff? Right. Not not in the house. Don't let me catch it. Yep. Out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. Did yep. you? You probably allowed to cuss when you were a kid. Yeah. It was. I mean, the, the Italian side's always cussing and everything. Yeah. And then my dad being a truck driver, that doesn't. Oh. You know, so. I, I was allowed to, but I was not allowed to use it towards them. Oh, yeah. Because then I'll get smacked across the mouth. Yeah. And I got a smack across the mouth. What the f- kind of language is this, you yeah. piece of <laughs> Where do you learn this? Huh? Yeah, because, uh, you know, there's a couple of times where it might happen. Have, hasn't happened yet right. with us, but it's kind of funny. I remember I mean, my, my brother when he was really young. Yeah. Like four or five, he, was, he heard the words somewhere, picked them up, and he was just using them. He didn't know what they met yeah, he, just, he got in trouble it was at catholic school at recess and he's playing kickball or whatever and he's like F this, dude. and but he he's he didn't know using it out of context does your brother cuss no he's not a cusser no no i've never heard a cuss word come out of my dad's mouth oh i know that yeah he oh. could do himself but my brother i don't yeah he's he doesn't really cuss feel. around me still so. your dad said hair pie to me that was better than cussing. he'll he'll dance all around him <laughs> oh yeah he said he never did that. Said, it's a woman's hair pie. Like, oh, God, I'm having this conversation with you. That's, oh, I don't like going down there. That's, that's a woman poop. That's a woman's hair pie. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was repulsed by it. <laughs> Good God, no. That's just, it's a woman's sewer, you know. It's, it's where all the filth falls out. Ugh. Anyway, you don't put your face there. Num, would, you, num, num, num. would you lick the toilet? For God's sakes, Brady, are you doing that? Who? Oh, Repulsive. Yeah, Dad, you know, stop being such a f- baby. Uh, here's a good one. This one's going to get you. 
because you got a young daughter. Yep. So this one's going to get you. This one makes me uncomfortable. Uh, dear Brady, my son's got himself a huge dangler. His girlfriend is a very small girl. They are both virgins. I know this because he talked to his mother the other day about he and his girlfriend taking each other's flowers. Uh, yeah, my wife has those talks with the kids. Anyway, no joke, the kid's packing 10 inches, and it's thick. It's remarkable. Uh, it must be on his mom's side because I ride mediums. Uh, I can't in good conscience allow this child to destroy that little girl with that thing. She needs to warm up or something. This is like going against Max Scherzer in the first day of Little League. <laughs> what would Brady do? Tie. Oh, man. I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> I don't you can't, you can't do anything about it. Sure you can. You completely to the have to, base. you got to teach them two or three things. <laughs> Look, if you're having this kind of open conversation. Yeah, well, if you're that open about it, you might want to say, look, it, it could be a little difficult at first. Breaking the ball glove. I had some... Um, I remember growing up, a couple of friends saying they couldn't do it with their yeah, yeah. girlfriends. Yeah, you got to get some, some like toys not, and stuff. Not ready yet. To yeah. You know, you got to tenderize the meat. Yeah. You can't just go throwing that up against the chicken and throw it in the oven. That thing is not going to fly. And then you're going to ruin her for all other people. Potentially. I mean, you're going to wreck her anyway. you got to, you got to, look, you, when you first buy a baseball glove, you don't go to the field with it. You put a ball you in put it, it, you, you oil wrap it, up. it, and put it under your mattress. Yeah, just like your girlfriend. You tie her in a ball yeah. and you stuff her under the mattress till she's ready. Break it in. You got to break that thing in. So I suggest stuffing a baseball in there and tying her legs together. It's oh. <laughs> not bad. I don't know women's bodies at all. I think that's how they do it. But, yeah, you can't, you can't have super hog breaking virgins. He can't do that to her. You're right. As a, that's a good father. He'll find out. Oh, you don't want to do that to that girl, that little... Well, no, but I'm saying that probably, you know, sometimes you can't. Not ready. She's not going to be ready for that. Yeah. A lot of experienced veterans aren't ready for that. (laughs) Yeah, so if that would happen and you happen to see your beloved young daughter's boyfriend at the gym or something, you're like, oh, my God. And then they sit down and have to talk to you. Yeah, she's dating Julio Gomez. We would like to take each other's flowers. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> no. And what are you going to do? You don't want her to go out that way. She's talking her into dating Asians and stuff. <laughs> At least little, to start with. That Kim Kwan boy is nice. You should talk <laughs> to him. Let me introduce you to... I got your math tutor. <laughs> hey, how you go? Let's have at it. She's all yours, kid. Yeah, you got to break him in. I don't think... I don't think... Uh, you should ask a mom. Because I think mom should be told. You've seen For our sure. kids dangle, be... right? You've seen his. Yeah, what does is, what is, uh, the missus think about oh, the situation? Gotta, well, that's the other thing. Mom's getting a little open about these conversations. And then you're going to have a, a lunatic on your hands. Because you give her 10 to start, that's starting too high. You can't start there. No. You can't start there. You need a starter kit. This kid needs to be dating much uh, much higher than the virgin pay grade. Dad, plant drugs on your son and send him to jail for a few years and just keep him out of that realm. Oh, my God. I know a guy whose kid uh, has one. He's a teenager, probably 14. He's like, it's mammoth. The Keystone Pipeline. <laughs> it is mammoth. Goes, I don't know where he got it, but it's ridiculous. And I don't know what to do to tell him like what to do with that because he's going to hurt somebody. Jesus. I know. Never had that talk. 
That'd be a tough one. Make you feel good as a kid. Imagine Torp coming in your bedroom. A senior dangler, hey boy. You got to use that on an experienced pro, a salty old vet. You can't go jamming that into some freshman. Crying let's go to loud. Cuba. Yeah, let's head to Cuba. I'll get you all fired up. Now, the boy can do whatever he wants, but you can't go taking virginity with one of those. Can't do it. Brent, did you ever have that talk with your dad? What's that? Your mom? I'm thinking about losing my virginity to this girl. Absolutely not. I never... No. Yeah. It's crazy. Your, your dad didn't pay Which for it? seems like a... No. Which, <laughs> <laughs> Which seems like a weird conversation to have with your parents anyway, though. You would never have that no. talk. Like I would never even... I still wouldn't have that talk no. with my mom and dad. I had mine three years ago. Yeah, we made Brady's parents come and have the birds and bees talk with them because Are you serious? yeah well they never had it and then we found out why none of them know what to do <laughs> and i know one thing three miracles in the family yeah. <laughs> working that working that face angle was not an option you ever put it down there god no you turn her over and cover her up like she's dead it was pretty great i don't know congrats to your kid on the dangler but definitely warn the virgin and have that wife of yours go out there and buy some, you know, like the evolution of man chart of dildo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's a toolkit. Oh, my God. I never thought of that from a girl's perspective. You like a guy and he's got a, got a full-out craftsman hanging off of the front of him. <laughs> anyway, this makes Brady very uncomfortable. because <laughs> It's an uncomfortable talk. Well, for it's, sure. it's an uncomfortable yeah. talk because you've got that coming. <laughs> You're just a few short years away from maybe your little angel being that open with you. We're going to take each other's flowers. Oh, God, kill me now. You don't come in here with that talk around me. What's happening? Toledo. Okay. How dare you deny that girl the pleasure of a giant rod, it says. Trust me, I love my husband, but he's average and our sex is phenomenal. But you know why it is? Because my second boyfriend was the biggest I've ever had and it taught me what to do and what not to do. Shelly. See, this is what you're doing. You're, you're creating another Shelly that can't stop thinking of that giant rod her whole life. You're wrecking her. You giant rod guys have a lot of responsibility. You use it I don't wreck it for the rest use of it us. Re- yeah, don't go ruining these girls. Bro. They're already fragile mentally anyway. You start giving them one of those and that's what they expect? It's expensive. It's like taking Brady to a vegan restaurant afterwards. He's going to hate it. Where's the meat? I know. I don't have any. I can't give you what the last guy gave you. Enough with the tofurkey. Yeah. Sorry, Shelly. So my husband. I love my husband, but he's average, and our sex is phenomenal. But you know why? Because the giant wang showed me the way. But you said it was your second boyfriend, so your ball glove had already been broken in, Shelly. Can't do that, Shelly. Anyway. Wow. Very uncomfortable, Brady. And all you with kids... <gasps> Sorry you had him. Not my fault. <laughs> we'll never have this talk. Hell no. High five, five from the distance. There it is. We'll just be laughing at, at Brady when he comes in. He goes, ah, Kirby limps. <laughs> <laughs> I told him not to try it. Hey, old pirate, wheel me over there. I got to call my boyfriend. <laughs> I need the sustenance of life again. I feel dead from the waist down. It's no fun. I wouldn't want kids, man. I'd run. I'd Toledo's dad this whole situation now if I was you. Especially now. Uh, It's 942. There you go, everybody. That is what Brady did, and it was awkward. That 
was what Brady did. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right, uh, we're almost out of here. Holy cow! Birthday morning, almost in the books. Uh, La Fig, Lisa Figueroa, has been uh, around for a long while with us, and she just dropped off birthday cupcakes. And then I told her to stay. And we'll come out. She made little small bags for the dogs too. The little doggy cupcakes. She's made doggy birthday. She made a doggy birthday cake for me one year. It was great. Very sweet lady. Thank you, Lisa. For my birthday treats. And yes, I trust her as a listener, but that doesn't mean all of you should be bringing food down here because it's all going into the trash. And by that, I mean Brady. <laughs> but uh, thank you. Oh, Lisa, that's good. Uh, this guy says, I've been listening from Indiana for a good while now, and I love the hours of the show. 8.30 a.m. till noon 30. Only downside is when my boss comes by and disrupts my listening time. Today, I almost made a mistake and started to say, shut the f*** up. <laughs> <laughs> kind of caught myself. Thanks for all the laughs, Sean. Uh, no, thank you, Sean. Uh, uh, yeah. What was I going to say? There was something else I was going to add in there. Oh, we'll get into this in the entertainment drill. Yeah. It's time now for the entertainment drill. It's brought to you by our friends at reactdefense.com, the home of tactical black self-defense trading, celebrating 20 years. This month is their 20th anniversary uh, right here in the beautiful valley, and they've expanded. Uh, and so has the Tactical Black system itself. Always growing, always getting better, and uh, just run by a bunch of really smart people who know exactly what to do. Used it this weekend, if you heard my story at the Swiss. De-escalation is the key to all events. The world happens around you. You never know. I didn't expect a lesbian fight at the Swiss when I was there, but there it started. I got the, the Greek guinea and a lesbian going head-to-head. -head. I had to stand in the middle of that and keep an eye on everybody else because... First thing that they teach you there is the de-escalation. Don't worry about the people fighting. Worry about all the people around it. You get tunnel vision, and the next thing you know, somebody behind the other person whipping out a weapon or doing something silly. So it, it was it was unbelievably eye-opening how quickly all that kicked in for me as many times as we've gone through that training. It's awesome. Having these tools in your tool belt, just about as great as it gets, and you can get them real easy. All you got to do is go to reactdefense.com. You'll get in great shape with all their training. And, uh, of course, start to learn a little bit more about when the swizzle in gets a little sideways. Because it did for me on Saturday. Hilariously sideways. You know, a fired-up Greek-Italian girl and a lesbian calling each other fishmouth. It was pretty great. <laughs> but you never know. It got weird. Uh, and fast. So, uh, learn. That's all you need to do. ReactDefense.com. The home of Tactical Black. Brady Entertainment. Here's a, a list of actors who had to pretend to be in love with their on-screen mate, uh, even though they're their ex-boyfriend or girlfriend in real life. Oh, jeez. Oh, the, the well, one of the best ones is that Kate Beckinsale. Except, that's a, that's a little different. That's a crazy one. Yeah. Where she had Who an she affair was? with, the, she was Len married Wiseman. to, yeah, Michael Sheehan. And Michael Sheeran? Sheehan. I don't know now. But he's the dude that was in the, the, the what, are those, what are those movies called, those vampire movies with Kate Beckinsale? I can't think of them. But uh, anyway, she started to sleep with the director. Left her husband. I'm getting this right? Yeah, she yeah. She bangs the director, stays with him, and they have to do sequels together. And they oh, did man. a star in them. Um, Underworld. Underworld. There you go. Money trumps. Uh, money trumps. Uh, convenience yeah. and money trump everything. But that was it. And he's like, all right, I guess. The same director, same everything. And she's like, oh, she's with this guy now. And left him on the set for this other guy. During the movie. During, During the, the filming of the movie. Yeah. And they're like, sorry, do you want to do Underworld 2? He's like... I'll do. Rise of the Lycans? <laughs> yeah, I'll do it. 
And he's done well for himself. That yeah. dude's killed it. Cameron Diaz and Justin Timberlake, they dated from 2003 to 2007, then reunited in 2011 for Bad Teacher. Oh, that's right. Terrible movie, too. Um, Amanda Seyfried and uh, Dominic Cooper. They were in Mamma Mia, dated from 2007 to 2011, and then reprised their roles for Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again in 2016. Man. Jennifer Aniston and Tate Donovan. I didn't know she was banging him either. either. Wow. They dated from 95 to 98, and were in the midst of breaking up when Tate started a five-episode storyline on Friends as Rachel's boyfriend. Oh, oh man. Miserable. Can't she, didn't she have enough juice at that point to say, I want somebody else? Nope. Oh, she had to. She just didn't throw it. Kaylee Kuko and uh, Johnny Galecki. Oh, that's right. I forgot. The they Big dated uh, for two years, early seasons on The Big Bang Theory. Well, everybody on Continued Saved by the Bell. 12 seasons. They, remember, we had uh, Mark Paul Gossler on here, and he said, yeah, we all ended up banging everybody. Correct, but I don't think it was uh, like dating. It was more like hooking up. Well, I know he dated uh, Tiff- uh Wait a minute. Which one dated? Tiff- one of them was Amber actually Beast. dating. They were like dating, but they all banged. The writers of the first Captain America movie are dispelling the notion that Steve Rogers was a virgin. One of them says, uh, Steve Rogers isn't a prude. He's not a choir boy. He's a World War II veteran. This means he hosed a lot of yeah. uh, German broads against their will while he was fighting for our country. Michael B. Jordan is working on a black Superman limited series for HBO, HBO Max. There's no word yet if uh, he will also star in it. But it's based on the character Val Zod, who is in a different universe with Clark Kent. Then Clark Kent, sorry. So Val Zod is in a different universe, uh, but his origin is pretty similar. He comes from Krypton and is uh, sent to Earth after the death of his parents. Southside Superman. Yep. I'd watch that. I don't come from that, you know, Kal-El and all that. I'm from the south side of Krypton. I'd trust him fighting crime like he like he oh, grew yeah. up in it you know it's like when those boxers they grew up on the mean streets i didn't think look superman grew up in iowa he didn't know anything about it. are you excited for this the simpsons will have their first ever musical episode it'll happen in september nope. they've done a couple musical types but not a full music yeah that's what they're saying did a lot of music shows gary rossington from leonard skinnard he's the last remaining original member just had emergency heart surgery. He's going to recover yeah, from it. Death has not stopped Leonard Skinner at all. It's just kept me from wanting to see them. <laughs> Jonathan Davis from Corn just recorded a cover of the Pet Shop Boys. It's a sin. Get that. For the soundtrack to the TV show Paradise City. Oh, you have it? Not the OJ. Oh, you have the other thing? The, uh, um, I don't remember this one because I know the West End Boys was the only song. Well, I, I got the Pet Shop Boys version of it. You have the Pet Shop Boys. This is what they covered. This is what Corn is covering, or just yeah, Jonathan Davis? It's a, a commercial. Commercial. Hang on, thing for the QVC. <laughs> How about that? Imagine that. <laughs> How about that? Right. This is this is the Pet Shop Boys. Was this a hit, Brady? You know B-side weird. This one I didn't recognize right off the bat, and I got to hear the chorus. But they they had one other hit. I don't think this was it. Jonathan Davis does sound like him, though. 
It's going to be a good fit. I always thought he said it like Catherine Hepburn singing. I don't know this song at all. I wasn't a Pet Shop Boy uh, fan. Now we have uh, a little... This is the good. most recent... Is it uh, on Twitter? Yeah. Probably, yeah. OJ's OJ. talking again. So OJ. OJ's a little upset. I think he covers it on this. Don't piss OJ off. Okay. Ready? All right, here's OJ talking about the vaccine. Hey, Twitter world, me and yours truly played like crap today. But anyway, let's talk about COVID. You know, I have a buddy I play golf with. He's a great cook, and he invites his golf buddies and friends and, and uh, over to his house often uh, for dinner on Sundays. And But... A lot of us have had COVID, and a lot of us say we ain't coming over unless everybody's got their shots. So everybody comes over there and say they got their shots. Three weeks ago, one of the ladies uh, who's 52, who has two teenage daughters, she said she had got her shots, and she lied. She hadn't. She caught COVID oh, and got real sick. It's time in the lane. That's what women will do. I mean, you know that you can't trust when a woman says something. She just made it she to said, the front of the line. She said, yes, OJ, I've been stuck. Don't come near me. <laughs> I assume I meant she had a shot. She just said that's a liar. They're all liars. You can't trust them. So we had to do something about inviting her over to the dinners, and it, she ain't coming no more. Guess whose <laughs> list she's on. Yeah, she's number one on the OJ checker. Tick that box. <laughs> yeah. What else did he say? She died. So we got two girls who are without <laughs> kids, without a father, a mother rather. And the mother I died. We're sad. And we're OJ. There's OJ's no reason friend for her died. not to have gotten her shots. The, now I'm watching the lady the who lied and said she got the shots died. I'm watching Beasley. And oh, I like Beasley. I love how he plays. Okay, the and then he breaks season. into a Cole Beasley thing. Yeah, you can't, OJ. You can't be the one that breaks the news of a woman dying. I thought she lied no. about the shots. She did, Brady. <laughs> Look, she lied about the shots, Brady, and then mysteriously passed away because she tried to fool us at the dinner party, and I wasn't having it. My, my buddy's making dinner, and she <laughs> fell on a knife. Oh, my, my buddy's making dinner, and then this knife with COVID on it <laughs> cut her head off. And I was like, this is because you were just irresponsible. And that's when I think we have to start being a little bit better to each other. Brett, did you get a shot? Uh, yeah, that's I got right, the shot. Because you're a man. I believe right. you. I believe you very much. Did your girl? No. Well, then, you know what's going to have to happen. Her, she's going to die of COVID tonight. Off her head. Come on she's over for to dinner die. tonight. COVID, I understand one of the <laughs> Delta variant is when a girl is just lying to you and her head falls off. Oh, she's dying of that Delta variant. That's that little Delta Make your head a triangle. <laughs> this is terrible, buddy. Hey, let me talk about Cole Beasley for a second. Buffalo Bills, you got to get this man shot. You want me to stick him? I can do it. I've stabbed plenty of people with stuff. Is he still going? No, he's, oh, he's all wrapped up. Yeah. I don't want to watch it all. all right. You cannot have O.J. Simpson. And then what happened? Of course, the woman died. Yeah, all right. You can't say those words ever again. <laughs> Just mysteriously passed on. It was terrible. Cole Beasley has to be excited a little bit. OJ. Yeah. About him. Well, here's the Johnson Davis version. But the, here's, the, here's the weird thing before we get to that is that OJ sort of in a weird kind of manipulation of the story way said, The woman lied and then she died. And that's the way it works. That's how it happens. <laughs> the way of the world. <laughs> way of the world. You know that, bro. <laughs> she lies and then what happens? Her head falls off. Because that's what happens to a woman's head. You tell too many lies and all of a sudden you feel loose. And then the next thing you know, it's behind you. And there's nothing you can do about it. There's nothing you can do about it. Get your shot. From earlier this morning, another woman comes in. She takes her mask off. What happens? Run over by a car. Yeah, she got run over by a truck. 
Why? Because she's a liar. She lied to somebody and said, I, I'm not been uh, 19 months. I'm staying. I'm going to go outside. And what happened, Brady? I was, I was driving a truck, and I ran her over. If you lie, you die. That's right. You can't, as a woman, do that. By the way, I'll be reading all the obituaries of women later today, how they all died from COVID. So. Uh, this is the Jonathan Davis yeah. version of Paradise City. Apparently. By the Pet Shop Boys. We'll skip a little bit more. Always been one oh, haunting blame. Pet Shop. What is the show Paradise City? I don't know. I know. Everything I long to do. No matter. Oh, it's a sin. Yeah. It's different. It's better. Very Jonathan Davis. Yeah. Anyway. Well, there you go. Go get your shot, ladies. And if you're going to an OJ party, what's the what? That is kind of on a woman at this point. I'm going to a dinner party with OJ. Have you lied in the last, like, hour? Because I would apologize for everything. Like, I'll just tell OJ. We were talking about it off the air, but he golfs every day, and there's a group of dudes golfing with him. There has to be a wife or two in there saying, you're spending too much time with OJ. (laughs) There has to be. And the guy has to be like, I'm not pissing him off. I don't want you to get any ideas. And the last thing you want to do is a guy, hey, OJ, can't make it. My wife says we're spending too much time here. (laughs) I'll take care of that. (laughs) <laughs> we got that, Brady. We spent all day together. You listen to that? All right. Well, goodbye, Twitter world. I don't want to hear OJ say Then she died. Did we say? Did we see T-shirts that has OJ and it just says "I'm just saying"? No. Well, somebody made. Uh, yeah. Then somebody made. Yeah. yeah. Somebody goofed on. Me. All right, we're out of here. That's it. My birthday is over for crying out loud. Well, at least the morning part. Now the fun begins. Now the celebrations. Nah, well that's a thing but uh, we'll go goof around uh larry mcfeely's coming up next you guys have yourselves a fantastic my birthday and we'll see you tomorrow on just another regular day so long until later bye Forever friend. and remember everybody always keep a nice big smile on your